The land of Numeria hides countless mysteries and wonders. Hidden in cold metal tombs that fell from the sky thousands of years ago are strange artifacts of unknown origin. In a land filled with chaotic barbarian tribes and the sinister machinations of Technic League wizards, a small group of adventurers rise to help the town of Torch regain its prosperity. Little do they know that this is only the first step on a path that will lead them to providing a guiding hand in the rise of a new divine force in Galarian. RPG MP3 is excited to present this online game, played through Roll20 and streamed live over Twitch. Follow our unorthodox group of heroes as they become embroiled in the affairs of powers beyond their reckoning in this sci-fi fantasy mashup adventure path for Pathfinder 1st Edition. Join us as we reveal the power of the Iron Gods. Super happy. Welcome to session 43 of Iron Gods, played in Pathfinder 1 here on RPGMP3.com. Um, some mild technical problems with new computers right there, but we are here. We are here for you, and you're here for us if you visit our Patreon. Okay, uh, all the Twitch, all the Twitter, all the Discord, all the everywhere, the Facebook, the whatever other mild porn sites we have going, whatever, you know. My porn sites. All right, not everybody wants to visit yours. Oh, I think they do. How? I, I think, think they, they do. do. I think so, because what you what you, what what you see, you cannot unsee. You can. It just takes a ice pick. A lot of drinking. In the merch store, we do have eye bleach, right? Right. We should have blender <laughs> eye bleach. That's funny. And ear bleach. <laughs> I wish right. I had some of that. Right. So, <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Look, look, you've already got somebody in chat waving at you. They're going to get so your crazy. Crazy. Just like down in one, down in one, down in one. Bottoms up, bottoms up, bottoms up. Just solid back to back. All right, I've got my shit going. Holy crap. Hey, look, you subscribed. Thank you very much. That's super nice of you. That's right. Woof. All right, so last session, you, you actually defeated Helion. And he exploded, and um, you were still wandering around in his little lair area. Well, wandering around or kind of like recuperating, because he, he didn't just explode. He kind of, well, roll 4 day damage. That's for the... That's actually, for the actually, 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 yeah, it was 8d8 total. So. Yeah. Well, for you guys that were near him. Right. <laughs> and I mean, I rolled bad for the electricity, otherwise it might have been better. That's true. It might have been worse. But we still have to, you know, loot anything left of his corpse and whatever else he has stashed in this chamber. I mean, there's not much left of the chassis, honestly. I mean, there's pieces of it, but there's very little left. The APA <laughs> kids gloves. But you can explore the chamber if you wish. I can give you a description. Sure. That would be a lot easier had I actually found the correct page. Here we go. I'm here. We are here. On the southern wall of this sprawling cavern, a massive wheel of metal buckets lined with sharp edges is embedded partially is embedded partially buried in the wall. 
The lattice work of metal girders connects to the wheel. The whole of the device comprises a long mechanical arm ending in a metal wheel far larger than a mill's water wheel. So once Helion died, that whole thing just kind of sputtered and stopped. I was worried about oh. that. The whole excavator is probably dark. It's like everybody's saving for random encounters. <laughs> Maybe. Wait till they travel between towns. There's probably a better table. Yeah. There should be a different table for uh, scrap wall than just uh, um. I, I agree, but. I agree, but Selen Hills has so many great things on that roll. That table's great. It has like all kinds of horrid robots and yeah. So um, the the chassis, you can get a few pieces of circuit board, but it, honestly, it's mostly scrap. the The cannon that it was using on its tail are gone. There's two very large, heavy claws that seem to be reasonably solid. They're pretty intact but you've no idea what you'd do with them maybe you could save the servos if they hadn't been blasted to pieces uh, what uh, type of metal is it at all you you think it's mostly steel the chassis there's some pieces here and there of other things but it's not made out of any kind of expensive style metal so, so reg <laughs> regular steel not glaucite wow it's not no the whole thing's not made of glaucite that would be awful alexander perhaps the true treasure here is more the memory or the processing. Is there anything that we can use to capture his higher functions or CPU or perhaps memory core? Probably not now, unless he's got spare parts or backup system around here, but. You can make me some perception checks as you search around. Perhaps the true treasure here is the gods we killed along the way. Oh, 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 oh! Only sixteen perception. Sixteen. Um, oh, I, I, I got, I got old yet. Yeah. Well, I'm second. Once he's got uh, gem, gems in his makeup. Oh, demolage. <laughs> okay, twenty-seven on perception. Um, Kiernan finds what looks like it, it looks similar to that um, chip that Alexander installed in the control room area. You find two of those kind of embedded in a circuit board. Ooh. It looks it, there's potential that it's damaged. The whole board is is blackened and charred. Oh, we should save that though. Memory facets. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. We. Uh, I would feel really stupid if we did not keep it. <laughs> facets. You want to write that down, Alexander? I think that's best yeah. for there's, you to... There's, uh... there's two memory facets here. Excellent. Uh, that shit's not cheap either. Just throwing that out there. They are essentially um, artifacts, items. Excellent. Stick those someplace safe. Uh, anything else? So, you know, he's got a stockpile of batteries or guns or... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, hidden behind... No, the, the whole room just seems like it was... Like they're trying to dig and, you know, break this thing out. Um, but you've not... It just seems like a big open cave. Um, uh, I mean, there's paintings all over... Sweep, sweeper. There's, there's paintings all over the wall that are similar to the ones that were along the girder. Um, looks like it was 
You know, it clearly wasn't done by the robot. It was done by someone else. So I wanted to kind of look at those just to make sure if they tell any more of the tale of Felion and his father or. And other... it does here and there. There are pictures that you kind of reference back to the notes that you've seen in various books. Um, there's things about him leaving and it looks like he left inside of this chassis. Now that you know what he looks like, it's easier to tell who he is. Sometimes he's pictured as the big demon face, and sometimes it appears he's pictured as this large, like, spider chassis. And you, you see him... Helion, not, not uh, Unity. Yes, Helion. You okay. see him coming out of a mountain, and then it seems like he is, he is somehow liberated and free. And there's, um, you know, you see him coming to what you assume to be Scrap Wall. Um, there are some depictions of the lords here and there in this stuff. Uh, people worshipping him in various forms. You see a picture of what you suspect to be either Myanda or maybe his sister. It's difficult to tell the difference. Oh, uh, all android chicks look the same. I see. Well, I mean, this isn't like... <laughs> this isn't high-end art. This is like daubed on the wall, right? Right. So you can make the assumption that it's an android and that it somehow has some kind of religious connotation, but you don't know what the connection is at this point. Would, uh, uh, would it be possible for uh, us to do a, a knowledge roll to see if maybe I could get I more mean, information? The, pro the problem you've got with that is telling the difference between Myanda and you don't know what his sister looks like. You know what Myanda looks like, but there's no color here, so you can't tell what color her hair is or anything like that. Are we it's able to determine what... Can we determine what the story is uh, being portrayed on the wall? Is there any information that we could learn? I mean, that they think I've just spoken for like five minutes about what you know. Well, it's just yeah, like I know a, that, a but like of what you already know. There are there are certain things you don't quite understand. There are there are places and what you think might be. It, you suspect it may not be just Myanda. Some of them may well be his sister, and that he is attempting to find her. And there's pictures of her locked in places and running and fleeing. But that could just be Myanda wandering around doing things for him. It's difficult to say without the context. So I'm sorry, maybe it's me as the player spacing here, but Myanda is Helion's sister? No, what? Myanda was the android we we uh, defeated in Torch that he okay. was a cleric of Helion. That's what I thought, but he kept saying his sister. and so that His sister was, was Cassandra Lee, another android that was oh. a few hundred years ago. Gotcha, who fled from Silvermount with a neurocam that might contain some memories of Helion, or no, sorry, Unity, uh, along with knowledge of his weaknesses. So, well, the, yeah, the thing the thing you've you've realized is that um, Helion wanted to find not necessarily well, he wanted to find Cassandra Lee, but he probably realized that she was dead by now because androids don't live forever. But the neurocam may well contain information about weaknesses of Helion, uh, of Unity. And he was concerned that Unity was growing in power and would eventually come and find him. It's a, it's a pity she does not live forever. But right. uh, then again, who does? Who wants no. to live forever? I, so have, 
I was so tired at the end of the last game, but as far as I am aware, have we helped our friend of his infliction? You have not. not. No, it has to be in the morning. So literally, you were still just looking around the room after the explosion because it took a lot longer than I thought it was going to. I would like to also <laughs> uh, scan around with detect magic just to make sure there's nothing, you know, magic okay. was dropped in here. Okay, scan about. Um, there isn't anything magical in here that you can see. Not a thing. All righty. Just by chance, I'm actually wearing my uh, my Blade Runner t-shirt today. Really? That's With funny. my little unicorn on it. Uh, cool. I, see, I, 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 I thought you made a stain on it earlier from physical activities. No. <laughs> that, uh, that I did. Uh, I do that completely naked. <laughs> um, I would my saves with laundry that way. That's good. <laughs> I guess we should return to Zagamander's area to rest. Um, Tatya, does recreational fornication have to happen immediately after? That, or should that wait until we get up to uh, the surface and there's more options and libations? And ah. I so I I would say it doesn't have to happen, but it's always great when it does. Uh, and I'm when the sure strikes, you can do it wherever you want. <laughs> Are y'all done picking through this uh, robot, this spider robot? Are you done picking through the pieces? Yeah, we and picked up. We wrote down two claws. There was uh, nothing left in the room, correct? We have to. Everyone drinks from acid home. Cheers. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll salvage a little scrap metal for use in headbands and swords or whatever. Yeah. A big freaking belt buckle for Bolingo. Bolingo. I would like to. Uh, I would like to start just kind of uh, kind of tearing apart and smashing any pieces that look like they may be uh, like it could be to keep maybe anyone else from ever using it again. I, I mean, it, it did a it did a pretty good job when it exploded. Okay, I just <laughs> I did not know it exploded. I just wanted to make sure that there's, it was. There's some uh, pretty not... solid pieces of metal that are left that were parts of like joints and parts of uh, like its claws, but the the rest of it, it's 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 destroyed. All the sensitive electronics are basically destroyed. Even the stuff you managed <sighs> to salvage, those two chips, they don't look in great condition. Now, uh, does this uh, do these depictions? I had two questions on the depictions on the walls. One is it similar to the artwork and the I'll say paint, uh, even though I don't think it's paint that was in the uh, Zagmander's room? I mean, they're similar, yes. The depictions on the walls, I mean, you suspect that whoever did this may well have done the. The depictions in there as well. Okay, so it's semi-magical, kind of sort of style no, analysis. These are not. These are not magical. Okay, the other ones kind of were though, but kind of a little bit. Yeah. Well, he had the creepy eyes that follow you, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was why I thought it wasn't just normal like caveman paint. Oh, you know, zug zug, Lana. You know, I, another question I had was, does it kind of give us an indication, or does it? help confirm some of what we've heard before about where this neural recorder might be. Like, what's our next move? There's there's no real locations. The paintings are more kind of stylistic than that. They're mostly figures doing things rather than 
specifically being places. You recognize Silvermount because it's right. a gigantic mountain, but beyond that, there's not many specific places. But you know there is a reference in um, Kulgara's notes that she was planning to go to Aya Denve and... Um, other side of torch from here i believe right in an attempt to um find the neurocam or some trace of cassandali that mm. there was evidence that that was where she may have ended up that might be our next move yes. um, is there anything in the room that could be used as like a like ink like oil or um blood maybe i mean there's probably plenty of blood seeping out of the people who are injured I so Tatia uh, has had enough of Helion, and uh, she goes over to some blood that is on the floor and runs her hands through it. And she walks up to a picture of Helion on the wall, and she carefully draws a small mustache on him. Oh, I thought you were going to draw two little X's where his eyes were and bully go there's plenty of Helions, but yes, okay, you deface a Helion with a moustache. That's correct. That is pretty funny. <laughs> so the party's pretty beaten up, right? Yes. We have uh, taken a bit of a beating. I think most I think people are... I, I, was, uh, I got the on, but uh, I'm about that halfway. Tiger went down like twice in that last I went fight. down. Yeah, I think you went down once or twice. Yeah. I think most twice. people, yeah, there was a couple of folks. Going the... down, down, in and out. Because Helion hated you, wizard boy. Yeah. It's, it's the standard rules of all RPGs, geek the mage, right? <laughs> well, it was either that. Or the, so there were two serious risks to Helion's chassis. It was Bullygup and the wizard. And we have to assume that he had full tactical knowledge of every single one of our shinies because he's been observing us, Watching since, us. yeah, probably since we almost since we entered the whole scrap wall, right? I mean, since the day place. you were born, that's right. Those little yeah. camouflage observer bots probably could have roamed around the city. So, what are you doing? Are you finishing up in here or are you? Yeah, and then I think we need to go back to Zagamanders to rest and regain spells, heal, fulfill our obligations to his agreement. I would yes. like to call everybody over to me uh, before we leave. I would like to have a discussion with the group. Everyone get close. <laughs> come, come, come <laughs> get close. All right. I, uh, I think we should kill the, uh, the Zagamander. That wasn't the agreement. Yeah, I cross, I cross my arms and I go, why is that? We had an agreement with him. I say, let him break the curse and then he will leave our plane and he's no longer our problem. That's we do not know that they will stay gone from our plane and uh, may go to other planes and murder countless more to, to have breed its evil brood of murder. Well, here's right. the funny thing. If you kill him, quote, quote, kill him, he actually goes back to his home plane where he might get not only more powerful, but get a little pissed at the people that betrayed him. I believe it depends on how he's how they're there here. True. The curse might have affected that. 
but a little, little bit of other planar creatures. Some yeah. things from other planes kill and stay dead. Some, like the greater demons, at least, will you just temporarily inconvenience. Yeah. Still, I believe. That wasn't our agreement, but if he breaks the agreement first, I mean, up fist bump. They, they have already threatened to, if they, if they get the urge, they will just attack us and plant their, plant their seed in our, in our stomach or wherever it goes. Don't, don't worry, I, I'm, I'm confident that I can break the curse before that happens, and if not, I can probably remove any implanted eggs with the spell. That's Depending on how fast they gestate, which I have not determined yet. Wait, are you I, talking about are you talking about the Zill or are you talking about the fornication and torch leader? I, yeah. <laughs> the Zill. <laughs> okay. I'm just checking, you know. <laughs> uh, well, apparently two members of this party have something on their mind. <laughs> but if is there reason, reasons we should not obey or honor our commitments? I mean, I think, I think they are a horrific murderer. They have killed uh, pointlessly. They have done terrible things and uh, perhaps should be punished. If I mean, I I respect your decision, so. I think, I, we made an, I think we made an agreement. We don't know the guilt or innocence of the people that were... How shall we say victimized in the past? So he's probably killed I mean, and tortured many killers, but they are a lord of rust. We killed the other lords of rust uh, without knowing one, much about them. This one helped us. I don't think we would Did have they Pretty he, much all they said was, "I will not kill you." That's a form of help. Oh, yeah. Removed, destroyed the monitors so he wouldn't be seen, and allowed us to. Uh, and uh, how much for valuable information, Alexander? It felt like there was some good exchange there. I might be able to get even more tonight, since I yeah. don't have to sleep much. And it's not apparently the commander does not sleep. I do think that we should rest, though, because I uh, we kind of got our asses kicked a little bit. Not a lot a bit. Yeah, <laughs> My cat needs a nap. Our, our agreement was is that he was going to let us rest and that we were going to try to remove his curse. And if it went on, quote, quote, too long, he was going to get the itch to implant seeds. If any of that is a violation, he broke the trust first. And then Do we want been... any... Well, I mean, if you think about it, the deal was if we don't go fast enough, then we get uh... murdered. That was part of the deal, too, no? Well, but that's the subjective part. If he immediately starts tapping his foot and three rounds later says, okay, you're not producing results, that's not part of the agreement, in our opinion. So that's the subjective part. But we can't just go in and myrtleize him. That's not really honoring our agreement, I think. That's my vote. Well, and, I mean, that's pretty much how we treat a lot of other people we encounter if we need to change our protocols to be more other people that we don't have agreements with alexander that's a, that's the difference we right. can be murder hobos as long as we don't have contractual obligations <laughs> so is he an ally at this point or yes. okay i do not i would not call him an ally i do not trust him uh you two are i guess you are my friends my compatriots i will 
I'll stand by your decision. It is oh, not. I, I consider him is, an ally, but I don't trust him. Either. It it's is not. Uh, it is not a high imperative of mine. But if he steps out of line, I will slash him to the ground. Agreed. But he has not crossed that line yet, so. Okay. Then let's go see the ugly bastard. <laughs> I mean, is Zagamander is, is really that ugly compared to other meatbags? I, I mean, for reference. I mean, just a meat bag, right? Not as beautiful as Bully Cup is, but then again, who is? That is true. Gotcha. Is pretty lovely. Yeah, they had this whole thing back in the early second edition with the Unearthed Arcana. They had that comeliness score, which was meant to be separate from charisma. That was like how pretty you were, or how how good looking you were. And they had this concept of inverted comeliness like if there was a race like a goblin for example that had a comeliness score of three or four then <laughs> another character that had a three or a four might look like an 18 to them right like hey yeah you've well, got you, a slash across your face but you looking fine woman you know so well, i mean you also have a a racial component to that a yes. the epitome of goblin beauty may not look hot to humans yeah, <laughs> Especially in Pathfinder, where they can have a gigantic head. Yeah. Wait, 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 you're talking like cranium or like Kenders? Yes, like yeah. Kenda. Oh, like like vamp vampire Kenders? That that was your they, favorite. They class, don't right? exist at all. <laughs> um, I think since we're going to rest and I've already exhausted the top of my spell slots, I'm going to expend my last two level one spell slots to spontaneously cast a Cure Light Wounds. Oh, oh wow. Can't Tatcha help you there? She's got some healing magic left, I'm pretty sure. Well, yes, but much of the other party needs healing too. That is true. Um, let me take a look at my list, but I'm pretty sure I'm okay because yeah. Uh, may I make a suggestion? You spent most stuff left. Yes, what did, I just figured that I would wait until after a nap time, but if we need it for somebody who's going to be standing guard, maybe, such as our android friend who, you know, doesn't need as much rest as we do. Or you might as well use some of your spells before you sleep because you regenerate them all while you rest. Yes. But Kiernan also says, uh, perhaps we should wait to expel our spells until we've set up camp because while I agree with Alexander that we have to honor our commitments, we also have to consider Bully Gup's opinion that we aren't necessarily in the clear that we will not be betrayed now that we are weakened. The Zill sure. may come in and decide that we are weakened and uh, think, take advantage of us. think we're better hosts than allies. Zagamander doesn't have much motive I could think of there, except for, really, they only need to keep me alive. So but then, unless, I, unless they heard talk of betrayal from us, I don't think they have a reason to kill you early. I don't think so either. So let's go ahead and move forward. I'm I mean, our backup plan is we fight, so... Let's go ahead and heal up and rest, shall we? Okay. I was just thinking not to blow all of our spells before we get back to him. That was I don't have a ton useful left. Sure. 
so we could do it in back then. Your Archon's or is probably dead by now, right? <clears throat> probably. Gotta adjust my numbers. I don't think I marked off my second to last invisibility. Okay. All right, so we go back into the chamber, and uh, assuming he doesn't walk into the, the smoky uh, ruin all Don Johnson-like, we're going to go in there and basically um, wave him down that we were successful. So Tatia uh, goes up to Nicodemus and uh, rubs her hand over his head and casts Cure Light Wounds. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I'll do for, for, tw for 12. 12. 12. Nice. Wow. That's pretty good. All right. Nice. Then, uh, does anybody else want me to give them a nice touch? <laughs> I, I would yeah. not turn it away, but. First, right. put the 12. First, put the 12 on the kitty. What's that? With the 12 on the kitte, his hit points has to change. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to take me a minute. So I figured I would ask everybody else. Okay. Let's see. Make a Davis. All right. Well, I'm uh, walking around the room and uh, doing this. What is everybody else doing? I am hurt, but I'm the best out of everybody. So I'll take healing last. You guys need it more than me, probably. But we do have a hypo gun, too, that. Uh, I'm also thirsty. I wonder if I want to take a, a skink pull for my new Marian Fluids wineskin or something. All right. So Katie <laughs> follows. And uh, oh, wait a minute. Falling up. God, poor thing. Just kidding. I knew I, I was pretending. I was pretending. That, I'm sorry. Falling up, you are not invisible. I care about you. <laughs> okay. And oh, where's my other thing? <laughs> That's where she's it. <laughs> are, are you talking to your character sheet? Is that what's going on there? The... <laughs> Maybe. Okay. So uh, that was for Bully Gup. How much I? So Tatia takes her hand and I. Uh, she motions towards Bully Gup. Uh, nearest the green face. Uh, as she casts Cure Light Wounds uh, to uh, cure uh, 9 HP. <clears throat> Alright, and then I will do that one more time. Uh, here we go. For another nine HP. Thank you very much. All right, so then I will walk over towards uh, Kieran and uh, Bill and be like, hey, what's up, boys? <laughs> and I uh, cast Cure Light Wounds again. And I uh, give Bill 12 HP. Where does that put Bill? Thank you, my lovely. 46. That'll fill him up. 
Perfect. Yeah, and perfect what I needed. Then where are you sitting at, uh, Alexander? I'm about half. Okay. So then I will but so also... are you. Uh, what is that? So are you. Yeah. Okay. Do, 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 do. Uh, I will cast a cure moderate wounds. Uh, for you. For 16 HP, where does that put you? Uh, that puts me three down. Thank you. Is Alexander feeling better? Very, very much so. Thank you. Happy, happy Android friend. Makes me very happy. Uh, okay, so, uh, and then once more for uh, myself, and Tatia takes her hands and she puts them in front of her face and says, it's like you never saw that I looked like crap. <laughs> and I cast Cure Moderate Wounds. I and Tatia, I get 17, 17. HP. That's pretty nice. Is it normal that when she touches you for healing that you take bludgeoning damage in your cod piece because there's a growth down there? Do you, have a, do, you have a, do you have a cod piece? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nerd. Okay, so... Yeah, it's a flounder piece. Right. Uh, shall I move you back to where you were? Here yes. love. At least until we counter Zagamander in case he was listening in there. I meant well, back. Let's be, to... let's be clear. We're not talking about. We weren't talking about betraying him. I mean, even if he was listening in, it's like I'm planning on upholding. No, but Polygup was proposing that, but you know. True. It's always a good idea to have a backup plan. All right, so nap time. Tati and Kitty are ready to cuddle up. Cuddle up. Hold on. Oh, we don't want that. That would be scary. What's that? I, I accidentally grabbed Helion as well as oh. um, uh -oh. the party when I was going to move. <laughs> we just party member. Like a Frankenstein Helion. Right, you've, you've got a replacement for Tim. <laughs> I he's mean, if we he's had probably he's probably better at haiku. <laughs> It'd be a better haiku. It would be, and I'm pulling you over to the other map. There. Da -da -da. So this is that I. Ah, so we're back in that space again with uh with Zaggy. Yes, I figured that's where you were resting, right? Yeah. Okay. Seems logical. He requested we stay in his presence. Oh, you may <laughs> distribute as you see fit. Ah, how beautiful. Uh, and asking for a friend, how big is that grenade launcher? Just, you know, idly curious. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty sizable, I think, the grenade launcher. It's not light. Um, grenade launcher. I don't have the stats for it handy. Let me look. I'll do that. I got it. I did the search. It's good. I gotcha. Two-handed ranged. It isn't. Oh, it's heavy weaponry. It is um heavy. Eight pounds. It weighs eight pounds. It's pretty sizable. And it is it is pretty sizable. Um, 
Yeah, I've just it, got its value in case we try to sell it. Uh, but you can you can you can load it with up to five grenades. Yummy. It is bulky and can fire any grenade a great distance. Grenades propelled by the launcher can be set to detonate upon impact or at the start of your next turn. A grenade launcher requires charges to fire, but unless the weapon is also loaded with a grenade, any charges that are consumed are wasted. A grenade launcher can hold up to five grenades at a time. Loading a single grenade into the launcher is a move action. It also has the slow firing trait, which I believe means... You can't fire it every round. Yeah. You can't. You can't fire it if you have multiple attacks. It's like a heavy artillery round. style weapon. Yeah, mm -hmm. if, you have, if you have like two attacks per round, like bullying up, he'd still only be able to attack it once per round. I think. Uh, that's right. Yes, it requires a full round action to fire it. Roger. Uh, it's also time worn, so it's got so many, so many uh, shots, and then it's just completely toast. Yeah. I just wish there was a dial on the grenade that you could throw it when it impacts, but oh well. Right, wouldn't that be? Yeah, but that would totally invalidate the grenade launcher. <laughs> well, unless you want the range. I mean, it, it has a range of 100 feet. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good, it's not, it's pretty solid. I mean, if Alexander can find a military lab, he can actually make them. Well, I'd have to take that feat. What feet? Craft tech. Oh, craft technological craft arms and armor. Yeah. Yeah. You have craft arm. You have craft arms and armor. I have craft magical arms and armor and wondrous item. Right, but you don't have uh, techno technological arms and armor. Doesn't seem to make sense until we have solid access to a craft lab. Some kind of crafting lab, whatever that may be. But even then, who knows? What I really need to do is figure out how to talk to my nanites and convince them since they're already repairing me to repair other things so that I could, you know, do the Technomage version of reconditioning. Uh, is that a feat you can get or not? It's not. It's not. But I think it should be. Really? You think it should be? <laughs> I like that. I think well, this should be a feat. Still, Alexander has a Charlton Hester. Whatever creative licensing or whatever. I mean, you know, if I if I did, you know, constitution damage to myself or whatever by bleeding out nanites. Right. I'm going to say that EMP pistol is seriously expensive. Yeah. Yeah, we can totally sell it. I just had it because I thought it was uh, pretty effective in the last fight. But, you know, but, I think but, that, no, but, but yeah. not as expensive as the death ray. No. Death ray. Or, or the station wave device or... Or the atom gun. Yes. That sounds promising. When when do we pick one of these up? I believe there are some atom grenades in this adventure. Unfortunately, unless any of you have stuff uh, on your sheet, we've gone through most of our really good grenades. Yeah, you guys I, have, have thrown a lot of grenades. I have. I still have quite a few. Uh, I have an inferno grenade and a zero grenade. Nice. I have zero, a flechette, a gas. And is that it? I think that might be it. Oh, I have two zeros. One Unfortunately, they did, uh, they did gas not. Gas isn't uh, as good as I thought it was. Good. No, gas is, is nauseates people, basically. Yeah, I, I, but, but what sucks is I thought it was more uh, obscuring 
fog, nope. but it's not. Explicitly not. It, it, it's exactly. It, I, I read that. It, it's explicitly not, which kind of sucks because I was hoping this was like a Batman ninja disappear trick thing, but nope, it just makes you sick and it's silent but deadly. So it's kind of like Bully Gup after he has uh, some of that Kellyd raw salmon, really. So you are in the room with Zagmander. You are healing. You are setting up camp, I assume. In a very strange departure from social norms, Alexander is our face in this exchange. So we're this is his jam with uh, opening a dialogue with the other planar creature. Doesn't trust any of the rest of us or something. So. Tatia oh, walks up to uh, Kiernan and puts her arm slowly around his shoulder and says, hey, so uh, nap time? Sounds like a plan. I think right. that uh, maybe we can, um, uh, you know, it's kind of cold in these caves. We might have to, you know, snuggle to keep warm. You know, we don't get pneumonia or something. Sounds like a good idea. Let's get to it. <laughs> if, you are, if you are cold, it might be best to sleep next to the tiger. Their fire provides insulation to keep you warm. Just all, yes, my thoughts exactly. We all cuddle together. Sagmander right. is up, up, up on its nest, just sitting, watching you. Okay, who's going to make our nap time pod? Nap time pod? Kiernan rolls a 28 on his sleight of hand for a butt pinch on uh, slight <laughs> pinch. <laughs> right, Un unknown scene. Anyway, I don't want to take that. Take the camera. Like, Alexander, you were you were in the middle of something important for the game? <laughs> Man. No, um, I'll just spend most of the night um, talking to Zagmander about uh, other planes, technology they've seen, Sure. Zill life cycle. Zagmander is more than happy to talk about the Zill life cycle. That, that seems to occupy a great deal of its time and thought. You should write that on your form thing, because Alexander might in the future get a plus two circumstance bonus to Zill specific stuff. You never know, it might come up again, right? This is a role-playing thing. It might not be mechanically accurate, but it's just something cool for the log, right? Uh, plus two thing is not a role-playing thing. That's a mechanical thing. But yes, I understand. What well, you're I, I'm not the DM. I'm just saying, like, that's a... It's not a normal conversation that people have at, at a tavern. <laughs> no, but so it's a you, you get, opportunity to pick up new information. You, you understand that the Zill basically have an endless supply of young that are, they constantly have to find hosts for. So, so do we. But, are, they, yeah. are they gendered? <laughs> are all Zill egg layers, do they need a mates to fertilize the eggs or you, you, they just you don't all... you don't get that impression you get the impression that zagmander could lay eggs in the whole party right now and they would burst free and run away and then there'd be more eggs to lay in other people that's remarkably efficient mm -hmm. and it is really difficult for that's it that there is an urge to reproduce that is almost feral in the zill they, Again, they, they have to do us. it regularly, otherwise it 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 causes them serious problems. Uh, once again, similar to Prime Material Plane. 
that does seem to be the way with many meat bags. Um, <laughs> that they need they need to reproduce. Yes. Yes. Right. I think that's nice. Uh, that's definitely right. I think that Tatya and Kanan should get it on in front of the in front of the uh, creature that's trying to restrain its its reproductive urges. I think that would be a good idea. That would be hilarious, wouldn't it? Though just, you, so, you might, just you might wait. Saying, like you, you, uh, Tatya is chaotic good. That is kind of her way to torture somebody into thinking. Yeah, that you might you might wake up with an ovipositor up your butt. If you were a bully, you could get laid too. And Kiernan, has, and Kiernan is a complete hedonist, so that would totally, uh, totally of a, be of a positor up the butt. Hey, it's on his bucket list, right? So, so, so <laughs> how, how long after Zegamander implants young do they burst forth? After some discussions, um, Zagmander doesn't measure time the same way you do, but um, the impression you get is it doesn't take very long. <coughs> the, you're, you're looking her in the region of somewhere maybe two to four hours. Very efficient. <laughs> do do they only need when they're young or so does Zagamander eat? Unless she goes. Hang on, what'd you say? Oh, do only the young need to eat? Or, and, you know, oh no, Zag Zagmander eats as well. Zagmander does ah. eat. Ah. But doesn't necessarily need to eat as much as the young does. The, the, the young really just needs a place to host and gestate. And then it generally consumes things on the way out and then just flees the plane back to... Uh, in, into, the, into the plains where they travel about. So and they only no... really come... They only really come to the material plane to hunt and to breed. And there's no preference for intelligent hosts or anything they don't gain anything from an intelligent host because he said the tiger would would be a would great do. host yeah i mean yes it doesn't matter as, as long as it's warm and alive when the inside when the creatures are inside oh boy i wonder if it's like that movie alien 3 where uh the dog alien was like smaller more feral climbed up on ceilings have, have you ever tried trolls you could have like a dozen trolls chained up in a chamber and, and they could be eternal hosts if it didn't kill them for the young bursting through. So, Zagmanda, it is uh, an interesting thought if we were more considered, but the hunt itself is part of the game. Ah. Keeps us sharp. We like strong hosts, not ones that are chained up. Uh, I don't think it affects the young particularly, but I guess it is what we would consider a tradition. Excellent. Well, I, I would like to. Uh, oh, have you have you had uh, run-ins with the technically? Have you uh, implanted many of them? Or? Uh, they are wizards. Yes, I have eaten several and laid eggs in others. This makes me happy. <laughs> when will we be removing the curse? Um, I can try in the morning after I recoup spell energy. Uh, it's going to take my close to my highest levels of spells, so I can probably attempt once a day. But I'm pretty confident I can remove this curse unless it is extremely... It is very stubborn, but I trust your attempts will be honest. 
Oh, yes, we, we already discussed and we've decided not to betray you. I appreciate that. I would hate to have to fill you with eggs and watch you burst. I have never tried with an android before, but I am willing to experiment. I do not believe I would enjoy that as well, so... Appreciate Um I should also warn you, since you are, a, I believe you're probably a spontaneous caster, I guess? Sort of sorceress? I am what you would call, yes, a sorcerer. I am drawn to the stars. Ah. Um, my method of casting these spells will be a little unusual, <laughs> so you may not notice what it's... Uh, you may misinterpret, but um, because I'm having to recreate the effects of a cleric in a roundabout kind of way. Okay, I understand. I have seen similar things in my time where people use magic from other places. Excellent. Let us continue our conversations. You talk most of the night. The party is uh, sleeping, doing whatever the party are doing, talking horse shit. In the morning, you awaken, and, uh... <laughs> Some of us more sticky than others, but... I, I could even attempt before the rest of the party awakes after my one hour of, uh... That is a watch. ghastly noise. <laughs> and, and, and we should note that the burps and the snoring is all from the female of the party, saying. <laughs> Which one is that? I think we can. <laughs> chat, chat would like us to mute you. <laughs> it made my face tickle to keep doing that. Mm. That's the that's the metal vibration with the nose ring. That's maybe it, it is. <laughs> and, and and if you like uh, gargle salt water, you can pick up AM stations. I read that on the internet. That'd be kind of cool. Although I man, no, I guess that. Speaking hey, all of you need is coconuts and salt water, and the professor from Gilligan, you can do anything with that. Like He's yeah. like MacGyver's dad, I think. Right? right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, but sorry, Zagmander was doing what about silent spell on snoring? What? <laughs> Nothing. So, it's the morning. You waken. You are rested, so you will get back your level in hit points. The tiger as well, so he would... Nicodemus will get the six. He's six at Dodger. What is he? He is. Oh, and my uh, stuff resets. So the spells are regenerated for Wit and Alexander. And if Alexander wants to give this a try, Sure. You can. You can. Let's oh, see. This will be a caster level check, I believe. Yes, uh, you're going to make a caster level check to remove the curse. So what, what spell are you casting? Uh, I believe uh, break curse or uh, is it break enchantment? Was it remove uh, curse or I break? Think it's remove curse. Remove yeah. curse. Okay, it's, it's either remove curse or break enchantment. Now, were you going to try it flat? 
thing, or were you going to try the uh, boosty boosty that you have, the nanite surge or whatever? Uh, I'm going to try all sorts of boosty boosty. <laughs> can, can you actually Me too. boost? Can you actually boost your caster level check? Yes. Oh, because you can increase your caster level. I can increase my caster level by four once a day, That's so it'll give me nice. plus four. And wow! Then... That, oh, that gives you a decent chance. I yeah. was just asking him. I wasn't telling him to do that. I don't run his character. I was just no, 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 no. That gives him a decent chance because caster level check is what did we say? It's your level plus your. Is it level is, is plus, it is it your casting level stat? plus d twenty? Is it no. just a flat? No, there's no casting stat. That's awful. Right, but. Mm. But he also said he wanted to extend this out and maybe stretch it out a little bit too. So <laughs> he might want to. Oh, you But I would also like to activate my nanite surge, which I can do once a day on any D20 roll. Okay. Is there anything Wit can do to help you? Um, if she can do anything that gives me a plus that's not a morale bonus, maybe. Yeah, or a re-roll or something. I don't know whether you should can do anything like that. Lip Ah no, don't eat my jelly beans! Wow. Can you do I don't know whether there's much that give you a bonus to a castle level check, because it's just a flat roll, right? It's not a Yeah, unless it's something that just gives a bonus to a roll or an increased caster level. So help help another is not gonna No. Well, but I was just saying, like, if you were wanting to uh, extend this longer, like, take a, have it take a day or longer, right? Like, try it the normal way, and then, oh, sorry, it didn't work. Let's talk more, and then I, I didn't know if that's that, what you were angling. I'm, I'm getting some information, but he doesn't have a wealth of of technological or spell knowledge to dump, hmm. and I would rather get people out of danger. Not have them filled. Not have them filled with eggs. Not have them filled with eggs. Not have them get bored and decide to betray the arrangement. <laughs> yeah, bowling up. I'm going to sharpen my glaive on his neck. <laughs> okay, so is the can Wit do anything to help you? I don't think so. Probably not. I think increasing a caster level check is probably going to be beyond most people's abilities. I don't think there's anything in the game mechanics that allows. I that. mean, there may there may be some stuff that lets you re-roll a d20 here and there, but I don't think there's much like that in, in there, what there, the there are, has. There are teamwork feats of ritual casting. I think that could help with something like this, but you know, that's right. you got to burn a feat, you got to do shit like that. It's dumb. So, I mean, if that's where you go. Yeah, if that, yeah, you need somebody else to help you. So you are currently at uh, level ten, yes, with your boosted level. Yes. And you are casting Remove Curse. Yes. Okay. Um, so all in all, with my Nanite Surge, I have plus 19 to the roll. Oh, wow. What does your Nanite Surge do? Uh, three plus my level. Oh, that's pretty nice. You're getting this. Oh, that's that's super good. So you're actually doing 19 plus the roll to get the beat the caster level. Yeah. One. So yeah. so if it's a twenty, <laughs> it's almost guaranteed. If it's you know twenty five or thirty, uh, I got to. So choose. you get with you get with the Zill, and um, he explains that he will let you cast this spell without resisting you. Uh, excellent. So he's going to quell his natural resistance this time. 
All right. I believe he can opt to do that with his... He can opt to lower his spell resistance. I believe, yeah, most creatures can. Yes, as long as they're conscious and aware, they can opt to let the spell through, right? Because otherwise you'd never heal them. Exactly. Okay, we magic in there, we pry the spell a little bit, we throw a little power in, and... Oh, 22, that was a crappy roll. 22. Actually, is you... all your pluses added into that? Because I don't see the... Damage. 3 plus 6 plus 4 plus 9. Okay. Yep. You reach out with the magic and you feel the spell go. You've never cast this before, I don't think, so it no. is something new. Um, it feels strange because it's clerical magic and you, it's it's odd. But you feel the 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 curse in his skin and you kind of try to remove it with the magic that you're reaching out with and you actually feel like it does you feel like you're washing away the curse and then it just drops to the ground and it it, it stands there in front of you a little straighter than it did before it doesn't seem as hooked and pained thank you welcome uh if that was not sufficient. I could try tomorrow as a bard, perhaps. No, it is done. The curse has gone. It is lifted from my flesh. I feel it has gone. Let okay. us try. Um, Zagmander puts down uh, the laser torch and takes off both the braces and puts them on the ground and then just vanishes. Um, I will wait a second and then scoop up the torch and bracers. Mm -hmm. Non-magical, right? Both. Both non-magical. Nothing Zagmander has is magical, which is a bit bizarre because it's a sorcerer. You and would think it would have a magical... Years. Yeah, you'd think it'd have a magical something, but I guess giving it magical some things would probably make it even more ridiculous considering it gets one, two, three, four. It gets five attacks around. Right, because it's forearmed and yeah. a bite. Lovely. Yeah. yeah, so it goes longsword, longsword, laser torch, bite, claw, plus grab. Yeah, that sounds fun too, because that's it's, like grab plus impregnate. <laughs> actually, actually, it's not. It's bite plus paralysis, and then it impregnates you while you're paralyzed. Nice. Well, that makes sense. Hey, that no means no. How? That's, that's <laughs> and and the paralysis is not a small DC to save against. I mean, sure. It's either that or it would like you know cast a charm person or dominate on you while you're right. It you does have it does have spells as well. So it does have it has it it, it does have charm person. It also has ray of enfeeblement to just kind of. I'm going to weigh you down a little bit. I have that one. Makes you weak I... in the knees. But the the, the bite is, is it's plus 12 to hit with the bite, which even against you lot, it's got a good chance. Yeah. And, and not Jim Artis is asking if uh, he kind of, uh, with all those attacks per round, if he maybe stuffed some eggs up our bums. Do we have to check if we're sticky or something? Or I mean, maybe. I mean, they're like, <laughs> I mean, it's possible. A lot of attacks per round. Hey, uh, other planar entities. I'm pretty confident, though. So the the torch is a it's a laser torch. All right. So it's That's actually not, a not a martial. Not a, if I remember. It's a what? What? Martial weapon, if I remember right. 
Is it Marshall? Oh, no, honestly. Uh, half of these are... Oh, no. Uh, my, technology, my technology weapons knowledge is not that good. I may have been looking recently on some of that stuff. <laughs> right. It is, it is considered one-handed melee, actually. Ooh. Ooh, you say that word real fun. Can I backstab melee. with a laser torch? How do you well, say it? Sounds like, that sounds like... How do you say it? Melee. Melee. But there's no Y in it or A. That's interesting. Um, hold it is, on. It, it, hold it on. is a martial one-handed melee weapon, or however you say it. <laughs> and it does... It does one, it's a melee. It does 1d10 uh, fire damage. No, it's free damage. From the people who brought you L-O, there's no Y in it, though. The mithril braces are just mithril braces. They are um they're worth eight hundred gold. It's a basis for some uh major armor bracelets. I mean that's true, they are very nicely made. You can Probably make bracelets of armor out of them. Who in the party is most in need of armor? Well, I don't know. Unenchanted if they actually provide any armor. No, yeah, they don't. But if they're that nicely made, they're probably already considered masterwork, so they probably could be. So it's a, it's a, it's it's a special special metal, so they're considered masterwork anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, because you need special tools to work it. And now Jim Artis is asking if it's aluminium or aluminum. I think it's mithril. Depends on what country you're in. That's right. Uh. How? What mm -hmm. color are they? Silver, I believe, if they're mithril. Yeah, they're, they're like a silvery color, right? They're silvery color. <laughs> I mean, yes. I just find it. I just find it ironic that in Scotland the Scottish say Scottish, and there's no T in it. Just saying. You know, it's... Okay, so you say color, and I say gray or gray. Are you talking aliens or color? What? No, G R E Y or G R A Y. Right. Great. It's always confused the piss out of me. I've always had to go to words. It doesn't matter. The answer is it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> so we weren't making excuses for words now just because people can't figure out literally and figuratively. We also just at some point accepted that gray was spelled that too nice thing. <laughs> Did you put that in the uh, Discord thing? I never saw that. Yes. One. I just opened it, so I just put it in Discord. I gotta open Discord. That looks pretty yummy. <gasps> That's the uh, the tavern chat, right? Or the uh, snug. Snug. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> now, so now the uh, the crazy insecto is gone forever. I well, it's gone, gone until he wants to come back. But he probably would never come back here for oh, probably within your lifetime for sure. Right. He's probably sick of this plane. He might not even be able to find individual people, so probably won't hunt us down. Just probably. more kelids or something. Now, uh, Al, this is uh, just a platform, no? Right here? Yeah, it's like a nest that it's built up on top of there, made out of, like, bits of hair and 
bits of stuff and bits of things and it bones and other things. I would like to go up there and just kind of poke around, see if I see anything. I guess, uh, okay. perceive what I can perceive or do it. Sound, sounds good. You should give that a try. It's, my, it's going to be very bad. I can almost guarantee it. But, uh, well, I, I was going to look too. Cause I'm, I'm, oh. I'm 27 for me. I mean, Zill's good shit gems or something. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I he's, mean it's... he's left. He doesn't care. He's saying, fuck off, y'all. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm even checking, like, hidden bottoms or underneath and all that kind of stuff. Okay, you search, around, you search around the nest and you don't find anything else there. I'll give it a quick uh, detect magic. Okay, there's no magic in the room. With the 24, can I find any, like, a cool trinket? I mean, there's a lots of bones, and it looks like some of it looks like Zagmander would potentially sit and carve them when it was bored. So there's a little bit of bone whittling going on here, uh, scrimshaw styley. But other than that, there's not much. Okay, I uh, Tatia grabs one of the really cool trinkets that he was whittling and uh, just casually puts it in her pocket so she right. can make a necklace out of it later. So the the one thing you realize is that this is probably some kind of sentient creature's bone. Uh, cool. So what's your point? I was going to do the same actually, but she thought of it first. So, so, so um, just, what? A heel check to figure out what uh, it belongs to? I mean, sure. I mean, it looks like a reasonably long bone. Um, maybe a humerus of something. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I want a tiny bone. <laughs> it looks like the. If you're, wanting, <laughs> if you're wanting the carvings, they're on the larger bones. Uh, well, then it'll be some wall art. Um, I stick it in, uh, I just put it under my arm, ready to go. Oh, no! I hand it to Nicodemus, and he carefully puts it in his mouth. Does he, or does he just eat it? No! Do I have to roll for it? I mean, probably not assuming he has a trick to fetch or carry. You probably yes. need a saddlebag for Nicodemus. And my animal handling is, like, off the chain. <laughs> okay. So your, your cat is, so your cat is carrying what would appear to be a human or elven longbone in its mouth. It sounds like a plus two intimidate checks to me. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could grab some blood off, or Tati, I could get some blood off the floor and smear it on Nicodemus's face. So he just looks real tough. And he's like, gross, yuck, mom, why? Like a bloody William Wallace look going there. So, so we need to get him the battle cap saddle and some some saddlebags and stuff. And... Yeah. Battle cat saddle. I also um, talked about getting him barding, but that is when we get back to where our next place is. Are we heading back to Torch? Are we heading back to the fortress to talk to the uh, clerics of Shaylin? I would like, I would like to first go to the control room and see if we can retrieve the inhibitor facet, and then up one level to see if our our my batteries are still there. Um, I thought that the inhibitor facet wasn't left there. I thought we just had uploaded it and we took it. I thought it didn't want to be pulled, and it might have deactivated the oh. inhibitor. I made a note to pick it up on the way back. 
You also haven't uh, searched the room in front of the excavator where the giant used to live yet. Oh, yes. Dreg's squad. We should do that as well. Just FYI, you've not been in that room. Well, since we're mostly full up except for my uh, dismissal spells, um, shall we journey to the front of the excavator? Teammates? Would you like a... Would you like a description of the front of the excavator? Sure, I'll show you my character. As large as this cave's... As, as this large as this cavern is, the cave's proportions are dwarfed by the immense buried structure that looms over its western half. Now I've got to move the camera because you guys have wandered off. Um, God damn it! There we go. But we wandered yeah. off to where, where you're talking. I know, you did a good job. I'm just... Let me zoom you out a bit and make Damn it, it. butters! Okay. Everything up. All right. Um, as large as this cavern is, the cave's proportions are dwarfed by the immense buried structure that looms over its western half. This metal leviathan presents a filthy facade of sharp angles, doors stained and pitted with rust, allowing entry into its interior, and a wide balcony overlooking the rocky floor 15 feet below. Above, I guess. A massive mound of furs, rags, and refuse, a nest of some sort, sprawls in a sizable alcove to the southeast, while to the north, a ten-foot-wide tunnel curves to the northwest. Three areas of straight metal ridges protrude from the ground, marking paths from the building. Evidence of recent excavation work is apparent. An immense latticework of thick grey metal beams extends from the front of the buried structure, creating a wall of girders and struts that bisects the cave's northern reach. These beams have been painted with images of demonic faces and spiked mechanical claws and and are further adorned with strips of sinew on which countless humanoid bones have been hung like wind chimes. Detect magic? Detect magic. What's the range on it? Uh, 60 feet, I think. Are you walking the cave, or are you um, just uh, just starting there? I'll I'll start there, but I'm going to be... I'm going to be keeping it up until something jumps out at us. Yeah, I'm especially leery of this scaffolding here, because they had... That had been trapped before as well. So I have a pretty uh, sick detection trap ability, but I'll see actively if there's anything there. Hymn music. Oh, that's my family playing in the other room. I'm surprised oh, this like, picks it up. It's because it all went quiet. It's, yeah, it's, it's probably your microphone compensating. Um, okay. Okay. And my, daughter, my daughter's gotten into the Friends DVDs, so she's all uh-huh. into the story. With the, that's funny. Yeah, it's, a fun, it, it's a disturbing when your 12-year-old daughter starts laughing in the hallways and go, we were on a break! <laughs> like. I don't even understand what that means. That's disturbing. So that's funny. That is pretty funny. Um. Okay. Basically, I'm kind of relying or assuming that there might be similar traps to what we had in the extension of this room east when we were. You can make you can make me perception checks if you're looking. I did check with twenty, but I'm okay. hoping that Alexander's. Twelve. I'm hoping, that, I'm hoping that Alexander's detect magic 
gives us a sniff of it a little bit. Because I can so detect many traps. You don't too. find anything trap-wise, as far as you can tell, across that girder. Um, I do want to make note to Alexander. Hey, monitor here completely intact. We got a 65-inch QLED monitor here that's not helion infected. If you want to uh, salvage this guy. Um, yeah, but my bag is getting pretty close to bursting. So throw out those leather armors that we don't need. Uh, are those are those monitors uh, along the bottom or are they along the top of the excavator? They're, they're hanging off Great the question. top, so they're fifteen feet up. Yeah, I think I think I broke those. Yeah, I think you might have broken. I those. think I reached over the side and uh, smashed those monitors. Okay, fair enough. Um, I have one, I have one, but that's yeah. I assume they all appear to be without power, like the rest of the excavator. Yeah, nothing here seems to have power anymore. So Helion was powering them from his robot chassis reactor, I would guess. You think maybe what's happening is it's more rather than power, it's more to do with control. Ah. So we might be able to do something for the control room once it's... You must have control. Depending on how much stuff we smashed and how mm -hmm. much left is there. But. So these bone wind chimes, does this seem to be uh, some kind of hippie bead curtain for a chaotic evil creature or where it might have a nest beyond it? Or is this just... I mean, down, you know there's a nest. For... It's in the description. There's a nest of fur and naughtiness down to the south. Gotcha. Let's uh, do a search of that, then. Okay. You can make me a check. Um, you approach it, and you see things so moving in the nest in the furs. Uh, giant ant lice. Giant, giant ticks and fleas. They're, they're huge, like the size of thumbs or even larger. Oh, shit, that's probably why I'm not even going to approach it, then. Is, uh, is this going to be uh, right there? It's down, down in the south. Uh, it is, yes, yes right we, there, we. right there. It's that pile of stuff to the south. If you guys okay. are moving down there, we sure. Yeah. Do you have some kind of death cloud or uh, fireball? Kind of... Yeah. Well, that that might melt certain things, but uh... I have an inferno grenade that can toss over there. I don't know. I'm a little bit more uh, optimistic from a detect magic. Does detect magic pick anything up when you get close enough, Alexander? Detect magic? It does not pick up anything from that. I don't believe they're magical beasts, so I believe ticks and vermin are normally fairly easy for fairly people easy to kill. To, fairly easy to die from horribly, you mean, right? I think I, I believe a tick would have to to drain you for quite some time for you to die, but my oh. knowledge of oh, anatomy you know is not too huge. But you know what ticks don't drain? Androids. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. <laughs> would you be able to uh, fumigate them with your gas grenade? I mean, we would nauseate them. Uh, yeah, gas grenade isn't lethal to anything. Then Inferno Grenade it is. Sweet. And do it. That's why I think a burning hands might do that. Grenade launcher. Grenade launcher. Yeah, let's throw 750 gold into the nest to kill some ticks. 
Is that how much a grenade yeah. is? 50 gold? Do you have a better idea? I mean, doesn't that sound amazing? It does. But I threw him on fire. <laughs> kind of like some billionaire, like Elon Musk, like throwing $100 at a homeless guy. You know, hey, I'm my face, Why am I flat with it? These are ancient technological artifacts. I... I asked myself what rare. would Batman do, and it was do something outrageous that costs a shit ton of money. How can I can I use mage? Yes, hand but you're Frogman, not Batman. Can, can, can I use <laughs> mage, can I use Mage Hand effectively to move some of the stuff aside without being infected, obviously, and kind of observe from a distance if something oh it's a it's a bag of gold or some gems fall out or oh look there's a giant. Chainsaw or something. So Can what's the it? what's the weight limit on Mage Hand? Five well, pounds. I I think it's like five ten pounds. Yeah, most of the most of the furs and stuff here are from really big creatures and weigh a lot more than that. Well, moving I mean, aside, it's different than lifting off completely. Are, are you are you hoping for gems or technology or anything? I'm just trying to move stuff aside and shuffle stuff around. Right? Um. What the hell? I almost never use this spell. I'm firing up Technomancy. Oh, shit. Shit, really? What does it do? It just detects... Does it detect technology? It works like detect magic, except it detects the presence of technological objects instead of magic. And That's interesting. And it grants technologists feet for the purpose of attempting knowledge engineering checks uh, to identify properties of technology items or gives you a plus 10 if you already have knowledge the technology feet, technologist feet. Okay, so towards the back of the nest, there's something technological. Oh, there's several somethings technological. Ah, valuable can, tech items. Can he direct me to pull it with Mage Hand? Is that, I mean, oh, we don't have a time limit here. Is that something that we could coordinate each other to do, like talking and a little to the left, a little to the right, colder, warmer? Oh, I got it. Could I just uh, I mean, Mage Hand isn't actually physically there, is it? Isn't it invisible? Yeah. So yeah. how's it going to go left and right I mean, if you can't see it? Up, if he picks up chunks of stuff, I can say, okay. Uh, I actually think it is visible. Is it's it a visible? Spectral hand, I thought. If it picks up something, I can say, you know, 12 inches in front of that or left or... How big are these uh, creatures? How oh, big no, are it's these not Maybe like an inch or two. Is it just covered with them, or is there just yeah, a few? There's, 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 there's a. I mean, you think if you start moving these things, this, this furs around, you're probably going to encounter more hiding underneath. Could I swat it with my, with the like flat part of my glaive? Would that uh, squash I mean, them? Sure, it'll definitely squash a few. Technomancy. Oh, it's nice. I like yeah, that. it doesn't look like the mage hand is visible, actually. So, mm -hmm. but I mean, I can. I'm uh, moving furs and stuff. I don't know. I just thought with no time limit, I thought we could eventually get to a rhythm. But I, I can understand uh, the conservatism of it that not really being effective. I mean, I don't have any fur for them to get trapped on, so I'm going to go try and uh, swat some of them. Okay, you wallop them with your glaive, and they kind of scurry away underneath the furs. And I, uh, I kind of want to uh, move the move the furs to the sides with my with my glaive, since I can be like ten feet away, 
Right. So Alexander has indicated towards the back wall where he seems to see where there's something glowing. That is an incredibly noisy dog rat. Indeed. So can I move them out of the way a bit so that I can see what is going on? You see a battered large bag kind of tucked underneath some of the furs. As you kind of lift up the furs with your glaive, like creatures crawl away into the darkness. They're huge and it's kind of disturbing, but they don't seem to attack you. I also, any that I can slap, I want to slap them with my glaive. Or uh, you, them squ with my you squash glaive. a good bunch. Okay. And you can manage to kind of... Oh, I wonder, can, can I eat some of them? I mean, you can, yeah. Oh, that's they, a good point. Yeah, this might be a dinner for you. That's a good. They point. are bugs. Yeah. Now I'm a frog. Actually, you do. You don't have the, the. I think there's a prehensile tongue option for a gripply, but you do have a tongue. So. We said, uh, I am not using it prehensilely. It is just uh, ejecting and coming back. So I am not using it like. Right. You have a long tongue, but it, you can get one that's ridiculously long, which is really quite a cool. Yes, Gene yeah. Simmons' feet, right? So, so, so Bullygup is wandering across the furs, chewing slowly as he picks up some crunchy bugs. Um, you, you see that the bag has like a, a battered, thick, um, like leather leather handle. Uh, you can kind of scoop it with your glaive if you want to kind of pull it back to you. I will, I will pull it back because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to walk totally into the furs because I don't know what's in there. Right. Uh, you pull the bag back. It's it's pretty big. This bag, but uh, you, you pull it back to you. It's quite heavy. Oh, Bully Gums pulled several bags this day, so <laughs> I'm also worried about the crabs I might get in there. I don't need to go through that again. That's right. You you get the bag back to you. It's 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 heavy. You think there's there's a good weight of something inside of here. I want to uh, also poke it with the glaive. I think you know why, Hal. Does it bleed? No, it doesn't, and it doesn't bite you either. Okay. And apparently everyone drinks. Cheers! Thanks, Thranduil. Thanks, Thranduil. Yeah, I'd just like to say, Thing, if you're drinking Tweak, I've had that. So there's another one as well that they do that was a different version of Tweak. Oh, yeah, Avery's got several, and I love their... Um... Their, was it the dictator? Not dictator line. They're like Maharaja and um, uh, the Reverend. Hey, they, they sometimes have them down here in the Regal Beagle. Mm. I, uh, I, I gotta visit Texas. I want to visit Texas. Like you uh, should visit Texas. Everyone I want to visit friends in Texas. You should all come to Nevada. Who the hell wants like to go to, to Nevada? I the bag over to uh, Kianan and be like, I found this in the, in the pile. Make sure it's not going to explode when you open it. And then just kind of back away. <laughs> well, <laughs> he might suspect something, so he got a closer look than I did. So, yeah, absolutely. I'll do a perception detect traps. Okay. I'm betting the Etten wasn't that sophisticated, but... You know. I don't know. I just... Uh... You don't think it's trapped. All right, so uh, I'll open it then. What's in it? You open it. Inside, there's a number of silver discs, and there's a pair of what looks like uh, large metal shoes. Uh, that oh, sounds like a call for knowledge engineering. I, I'll have five bully gum. Good work, my friend. <laughs> Even though I'm on my knees looking in the bag, high five is like where I'm at now. For I am not very tall. That is true. <laughs> well, I've Knowledge engineering of what? 
Uh, I need to get I can, to the right I can tab. Assist. I can assist. Um, I have a decent knowledge of you. 30. Jeez. Wow. The, the chunky-looking boots that they pull out of the bag are uh, what you suspect to be mag boots. And probably time-worn, I would guess. Uh, ba, 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 ba. They are indeed time-worn mag boots. All right. Put them on the cell pile. Put them on the cell pile. Well, unless you want to walk up metal walls for a number of rounds. Hey, that could be a spider climb ability, right? Actually, these are better than that because you actually don't need to use your hands. You walk up metal. Gives you a plus 10. Actually, what it does is it grants a plus 10 circumstance bonus to climb checks on metal surfaces. Oh, wow. Right. But then they short out and die forever. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking... I'm thinking uh, paying Alexander a premium on those uh, slippers of spider climb because that sounds like sick OP for me. Because this last fight kind of showed me my mobility limitations. I mean, the other option at this point is you're getting to a level where fly is becoming accessible, so you might just want to just avoid spider climb and jump straight to flying. I do have that spell. Yeah, well, that's like what once per encounter module. Level. I mean, how many times do you need to fly or spider climb? All the time. Okay. I mean, <laughs> hey, someone who's well, seriously though, someone who's a melee fighter, like mm -hmm. a barbarian or a rogue, mobility's everything. You get fucking arachnid robots on walls. I did jack shit last fight. I, I picked up a, a dropped pistol, and that's the only reason why I could do anything. You, you will also be walking through the world wearing slippers. Yeah, that's true. You will be wearing slippers. And they're, they're, the, and I will they're, rock they're the ones with the curly toes with the bells on as well. And I, I will rock those slippers. Don't make no mistake. Okay, so you have mag boots, um, which are, <laughs> yeah. And also you have, so digging through the, the, the silver discs inside of here, you actually find that there are 11 batteries in and amongst them. Nice. And uh, quick count of the silver discs. 390. Silver discs? Excellent. Yeah. Silver Holy discs. crap, that's a fortune. I mean, that's like a, a Thorn Oaken Shield. I mean, it's, it's, it's a small amount of money compared to the other amount of silver discs you're toting around, I think. It's not bad. I have 53, personally, on my person. So The party inventory has a fair amount because Kolgara had a large stash. She did. Sure. I've been going over the party inventory on a spreadsheet so I am prepared for when we sell things. Which is coming, I think, at some point soon, hopefully. There's yeah. going to be some shopping, or at least some selling of things. Whether we do it in sesh or out of sesh. Yeah, I had a bunch of charged batteries. I'm trying to find them. I have 15 batteries. I mean, batteries are worth 100 gold each. Yep. Well, but I have different things I charge, like my e-picks and stuff. But, yeah. That you've used, like, Four or five times in. It, 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 they hold, they, they hold yeah, ten. Fair. They hold ten charges, right? Epix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have not used many batteries, but I've tended to collect them, and I no longer collect them because I feel I have more than I need. In fact, speaking of batteries, does Bullygup have enough batteries? Because we can a charge them. Uh, B, your gravity clip uses them. How are you doing on batteries? Uh, I have a uh, one ten charge battery, and I have five charges in my gravity clip. When we get it back upstairs, if the big battery is up there, I can top you off with my power cable. If I like that. It's just like I can charge you up with the cable. Rare. All right. 
So you've done down here, yes? What are you Is doing there anything there? else in this room? No, not really. It looks like it lived in this corner and you killed it. So now it's dead. Uh, I think to the control room to see if we can retrieve the inhibitor facet in case we need to use it on Unity. Okay, the facet is still locked onto the console oh, where, there, you, where you left it. Are there any rooms in the uh, excavator that we did not go in? I, I honestly do not remember. I don't think so. I think you actually basically searched everywhere. Okay. I, I, I think it's there in the battery room and then up to yeah. the Coliseum. So this this facet is locked in. Basically, you oh. clip it in, and the the thing holds it in place. I would like to see if I can unlock it. Can okay. I help with a disabled device, maybe to jimmy it so it doesn't immediately I mean, short itself out or whatever? You can if you want. How are you, how are you approaching it? What are you doing to it? Well, I'm, I'm gonna... trying to. I mean. Again, Kiernan's probably smarter than I am, but I'm going to try to ground it so that it doesn't cause a feedback loop to short it and burn it out as a circuit board, but I'm going to try to remove it and not just violently... So, 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 it's, so it's like, a, it's like a, a USB stick slipped into a port, except for that port basically is holding the thing quite tightly. Right, so uh, that would be a standard disabled device like a, a pick lock kind of thing. Sure. I think. I mean, you tell me if I'm bullshitting here, right? No, so. I'm happy for you to make a disabled device check to try and get this facet out of this hole. I also have some disabled device if you want me to uh, assist, or a knowledge engineering to try and... 28? I, I rolled 28 to Jimmy it, so... Uh, I see a 23, a 25. Where's the 8 coming from? The plus 3 for, like, traps and things like that. Was that or just a strap, lock, strap, straight lock? Because uh, it says locks and traps. Is uh, yeah, it's not a lock or a trap. It's just a thing you're getting okay. out. Twenty-five then. Okay, okay. you you play with it and you jiggle it and it really ain't moving. Shit, really? Oh, jeez. All right. Can I do some knowledge engineering to see if we can figure out what the release mechanism is? Or actually, sure. I didn't roll decent. Um, can I try again? Because I can actually use my, um, I will use my, little, uh, what is it called? The um, Asmodeus trait. 34 engineering to. Uh... So these things are purposefully designed to basically be stuck in here. You can get them out, but it takes a, essentially brute force or fiddling around with a disabled device to, to pry it out. Hmm. Um, they're designed to be because they're sometimes stuck inside of robots, and right. you don't you want know. an AI removing it once you've stuck it in the AI's. Well, I mean, or, or you don't want it just kind of easily being brushed off as it wanders around, or you know, you don't want it easily being removed. So it is designed to be like this. I would, uh, I would like to humorously uh, kind of climb up on the control module and try to pull it out with brute force. Well, kid. But you can, can make me a, a strength check. But I, I mean, know, I got this guy. I got this. disabled device again, though. Before, like, what's the rules for that? What? What? Can, can I do a disabled device before that, though? Because I have a. I rolled really bad. I have a plus seventeen to the roll, which is pretty good, right? So, I want to try again. But I also have that inspired faith feat that I can re-roll failed checks, right? Okay. Um, I don't know what that does. 
just lets him roll again. Okay, yeah, roll so again. Roll again. So I, I didn't know if that was something that, uh, like, like what are the rules for rolling again outside of combat? Can I just try again, right? So with skill checks, it depends on the skill check and it depends on how big you fucked up, right? Right. Which I Once per day is a free action, roll twice and take the better result. It doesn't let you roll again. You have to roll twice. As in, you so do roll decide, decide before you roll when oh. you use it. It's not a re-roll. It, yeah. Benefit. Once per day is a free action. Roll twice and take the better result on the skill check or ability check. It gives you advantage. Oh, I've, I've actually been uh, using that incorrectly then in the past. So, okay. Cur okay, so from now on, you're going to tell me when you do it and we roll two dice. No, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've, I've, I've effed up on that in the past. So thanks for correcting me. You're, you're welcome. So, um, bully Gup. I would like Tell to spit, I spit on my hands, and I grab it with all my might. All your might of ten you could break it. I mean, it's possible, but I doubt it. I did a 29 this time. I don't know if that helps. If not, let him pull it. You attempt to fiddle it, and it you you sure you almost get it there. With but, all my might, I yank furiously. Go ahead. Oh, wait, wait. Are, are you pulling on yourself? Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, with my a, God. With a six, you heave and nothing moves. Literally nothing. <laughs> I was, I, I want to say I was well aware that if I pulled on this, nothing was going to happen. <laughs> That's almost as bad as I would do. <laughs> Just like, yeah, I mean, you're a tiny frogman that weighs about 25 pounds. I know, that's why I did it. It's funny. We love physical comedy like our, like our hero, Jerry Lewis. Can Alexander aid me in my disabled device? Because he doesn't have insignificant skill in this arena, actually. He gives me a... My character sheet. I bet a Kez, too, could... Um... Could have, could have pulled this out. I mean, I could bolster oh, somebody or that. Uh... All right. If, if, so, if, you, if you do a disabled device, Alexander, it might give me, if you roll higher than 10, it gives me a, was it a plus two or a plus four? I'm willing to try. Um, 13. All right, so I get a plus two to this roll, I want to say. 33 plus two is Okay, you eventually manage with both of you working at it to release the facet from the console. Uh, as soon as it comes loose, Bully Gup goes, uh, you are welcome, I loosened it up for you. You're absolutely right, Bully Gup. Thank you very much. Gives him a high five again. Which is actually a low five for him, but you know, it's the... What were you saying thing? Oh, uh, I was just saying he was our technology removing fluffer, but uh, I guess it's right to the battery room. He warmed it up for you. Oh, that was so close to coming out the nose. Yeah. Wait, wait, I, I, I heard a couple knocks. Said? I heard a couple knocks in the glory hole. What does that mean? Does that mean I'm supposed to? <laughs> it depends. Are the, are the feet sticking out from under the? Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so you now have the inhibitor facet back. Well, that's the explicit rating. There you go. 
That's potentially expensive if we ever want to sell it. But since we're honestly, I have no price on them. They're considered technological artifacts. A lot like the thing we got in the first adventure. Yeah, it's yeah. super weird. It keeps giving you stuff I have no sale price for, which is confusing. Uh, One billion. If Alexander worked on, if Alexander worked on it with a minor help from Kiernan, we might be able to reprogram it to do the same to Unity if we can figure that out. Well, it's designed to disable AIs, which I believe Unity is, although probably an even more advanced version than Helion. Yeah, so. In fact, the record in the Envoy's mouthpiece specifically said to disable the Unity AI. Ooh. So having it work on Helion this good was just a fringe benefit. Uh, bidding Helion being Unity's son means he's a somewhat limited or inferior copy of. Not that I truly understand what a, uh, AI is, although I'm thinking it's more of like a technology spirit or a ghost of a non corporeal entity that can inhabit technology. Technology ghosts. I like that. It's a pot ghost. It's a working theory. I like that's funny. Okay, so you have the facet. Is that what where doing? comes from? Well, I would like to go up to the battery room. Okay, that, there are batteries in the battery room. Can we take the batteries with us? They are incredibly heavy. How incredibly heavy? Uh, really, really heavy. Like strength check heavy. He sounds like, like Neil from the Unknown. Like, really like Maybe maybe fifteen hundred to two thousand pounds heavy. Oh, oh dear, that's bigger than. I, I mean, that they're person-sized batteries. They're huge and they're heavy. Yeah, they'd be like lead-based or lithium. Um, I could animate dead on Frigg's corpse and have her carry them. I like it. I like it. Do it. I mean, you think Dregs could lift it? I mean, clearly they got it down here somehow. This could actually change the balance of power with the uh, gangs in Scrapwall, depending on who we deliver it to. Well, and I have a, a zombie minion to carry things for me then. Yep. How, and, long, and how long does that last? I, I think it's fairly permanent. I think it is too. Can you do it on a giant? I think it um, is a humanoid, which giants are... I think they're a humanoid subtype. It might, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, regardless of undead type, you create you can't create more HD of undead than twice your caster level with a single casting. I don't know. I've got a scroll from uh, um, Marrow, I believe. Yeah. So I don't know what caster level it is. I think Marrow was fifth level. So I can maybe do ten six? hit dice then, maybe with it. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me check for marrow. Um, oh, so everyone drinks, but acid honey has to drink twice. Neener, neener. It is also one of the spells I know, but I do not have the onyx gems that I know of yet. So the onyx gems. Marrow was a level cha cha six caster. And oh, wow. does I, it came off her, so it might have listed a. Uh, 
caster level with the treasure, but I don't have it recorded. Uh, I have two scrolls of Animate Dead. I do not have... I'm going to assume she she wrote them herself, so let's assume it's a sixth-level caster. All right. Uh, if Drake's body is still there, I would like to animate dead Drake's. How did you? How did you kill Drake's? Uh, uh, I thought I backstabbed her for the final blow. Didn't I think you just stabbed, stabbed her to death. You didn't you stabbed her, yeah, a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> if I didn't do the final blow, I thought I did the most damage I, or bully cup and i together and what i'm asking is did you substantively damage her but i don't I, think you did i think it would mostly be stab wounds i don't think there was any uh sort of major um major trauma because ikestu was dead and uh <laughs> we didn't use any more no it's, it's true you're right it's she's right i mean ikestu would have done a lot of trauma let's not yeah, lie uh, i think we use the whole person and yep. then just stab the shit out of her. <laughs> the shit out of it's true. Let's not lie. One or more corpses touch. The spell turns corpses into undead or zombies. The undead must follow your orders. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. No save. No resistance. Just a corpse. And the duration is instantaneous. So you have a giant zombie until it basically dies. Ooh. I would like to submit that Kiernan is slowly trying to poke, 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 and push Alexander more towards the evil spectrum as part of his his religious devotion to Asmodeus. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to get an evil check from this because it's not evil to no. him. It literally is just a sack of meat he is using. I agree, but it's one step towards the greater goal and it's it's just it'd be wasteful not to use the exactly it is more efficient this way it's part of kiernan's grand plan okay so just just wait till you die you create a gigantic zombie and i don't believe my command actually relies on my charisma which is super so you can control a number of undead equal to four hit dice worth of undead per ca- per caster level. And that would be okay. at uh, the scroll caster level. Well, no, because the control is off of the... It's it's on him. Yeah. Oh, so right. So I can control 24 hit That's dice. Scale. Which is so the spell is off the scroll and is cast at that level, but his actual ability to manage undead is based on his own caster level. Now, I may have to start doing some... Uh, um, Gentle repose, so she doesn't smell so bad. But you know, <laughs> yeah, it's not lying. So here. Wait, That's uh, are you are you capable of uh, of animating uh, multiple dead people, or is it just a one? Uh, theoretically, yes. Uh, I mean, at level about... six, at level six, he can do what? What is twenty-four six? hit dice? Yeah, yeah. 20, 24, 24 hit dice. I, I would say gentle repose and a couple of prestidigitation. To what clean about things the... and to fix things up, you could essentially make her almost, and maybe even a, a cure light wounds here and there might be able to. Uh, cure light will kill it. Yeah. Well, cure it's know, cause cause wounds then to seal it up. It might make it a little bit less bone rib shooting out the chest. I mean, it's a zombie. Uh, it looks like a zombie. It walks it, like a zombie. Yes. 
Either way, it's, it's got dead eyes. It is either a dead way. Creature. Major street cred to our stuff that that one of the undead or one of the major lords of frost is now our undead minions. Yeah, uh, what's our what's worth on this bitch? What about uh, the uh, the uh, the troll? The troll that is in the arena. If we need another pack mule, or not Kogara. Uh, Gara was the orc. The troll was the tranks. Oh shoot! Um, we can probably get her chariot or cart from that that uh, prep center. What? What are you yelling? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, perhaps we can uh, reanimate the troll if we need another undead pack mule. Hell, hell, scrag. Hell, scrag. Sure, then we could lash them both to the cart that pulls the batteries and all the rest of our gear. Jesus. That, that, that should give us some scrap worth. I mean, you've already got plenty of scrap worth, I think. True. We, just, probably... we fucking murdered a god, I would I would like to think that we have some sort of scrap with. So, so you're totally okay with zombies? I mean, I have no problem with it. You as a party? No, mate, no, I'm, but... I'm, I'm bully guy. I, I can't have robots, but he's okay with me having zombies, right? I mean, we have heavy shit to lift. I mean, what do you want me to do? I can't <laughs> push <it> myself. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and also, also, I am not. Uh, I am not so much in the the idea that we should make a bunch of zombies all over the place. But uh, the giant things that tried to kill me, uh, fuck them. Jesus. <laughs> I got a zombie yet. Am I gonna have to stop this thing? Well, it. Could be with me for the rest of my life if if I'm careful. So yes. Right. I'll I'll start up a zombie Eton for you. I might and have to Twitch get armor chat, made. And the Twitch chat is speculating if uh, a, a a giant zombie is on Kiernan's hedonist bucket list. That's and, and, and we'll leave that to the chat whether that's true or not. So. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's a large bucket list. I said that it was on the list after the threesome with halflings, but oh yes, but you uh, haven't been to Zill either. You passed up that chance. I didn't pass up that chance. You were just more efficient than I expected, so it's my bad. I won't underestimate you again, you buzzkill. <laughs> I will apply yeah. the zombie template to um, to Dregs and create her as a zombie for you. Thank you. I have a oh, minion. Create, create them as a zombie for you, because there's actually two of them. Uh, yeah, I guess I should knock off both scrolls. Or no, is or, or are you saying Dregs is two people? No, the body's yeah. only one thing. Okay, so one, just it was, it was, it was two technically them just in one body, but they lose all those abilities. So it's just a hunk of meat that you're moving around with magic. And really, the zombie has the whole. Uh, Move action or standard action, so it'd probably be only one head. All right, so we need right. it's staggered, right, all the time. So, oh, well, but you can still carry batteries, so we need to carry mm -hmm. batteries upstairs, find a cart or the possibly the uh, 
uh, chariot that. Uh, <laughs> this whole thing with Alexander reminds me of that scene in Indiana Jones with Sulla. I said no camels, but Indy, my brother, is compensation for his car. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're at actually resurrecting it makes her stronger. Oh God! Oh, God. Nice. It's so, under his no, tell so, so your 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 zombie giant has an effective strength of twenty five right now. Whoa! If that's not enough for the um for the batteries, I can bull strength her. Right? Or a large person, or because I believe she's still a person. This is no, not as a zombie. It's undead template now. No longer. Yeah. Okay. It's creature. It's creature type changes to undead when you make it a zombie. Okay, then I could I could still bolt strength if she needs more for. Although it does retain its any subtype it has, so its subtype is probably giant. giant? Yeah, so it would be zombie zombie giant. It's yeah, it's zombie giant or undead giant. Okay. Nice, good work. So you yeah, okay? So let's 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 assure Hal that this won't break the game. <laughs> <laughs> Although otherwise we're gonna have like. It's still breaking nothing. It has 25 <laughs> strength, but it has a dex of six. And its hit points have dropped. And it, it's just a zombie. It either moves or attacks in the round. It doesn't get yeah, two attacks. We can buff it, and right. if anything, it's a massive meat shield. I mean, it's big, but it doesn't have all that many hit points. And it can it can walk all our stuff back to Torch along with us. It's really the same as yeah, a, too. It, it's like a cart with backpack. Yeah, it's like a cart pulled by two donkeys. Donkey, make me waffles. So now load the cart with the batteries and whatever monitors and other stuff we look like we can pull pull free that that look good. Yeah, so we look like the bankrupt Radio Shack down the street. That, uh... And then I think we either need to stop by Hawk Palace and or the. Uh, Temple of Cogs. I mean, I think that I don't know how much Hal wants to hand wave, but I also think Bullygup and maybe Kiernan, maybe even Tatia, want to at least do a diplomacy. Uh, hey, hope everything's cool. See you. We love you. Kissy kissy to the Kellens. Because I think we had a, actually a good relationship with them for future uh, role playing. Tati yeah. would agree that the the more uh, dip, the more positive diplomatic relationships that we could have with different groups would be to our benefit, either now or in the future or never. But uh, any opportunity that we pass by is totally missed. So I agree, we should do that. I would also rather have potential allies than enemies waiting in the wings. Sure. So, Hal, up to you. How much do we want to role play versus... I mean, candy? it's up to you. What are you trying to do? You're just going to go visit them, then fair enough. We can just say you do. But if you yeah, actually we want, want to foster, achieve something... Yeah, we want to foster relationships and just keep the relationship going. From a Okay, they're, they're happy to see you. They are a little upset by the fact that you're being followed around by a gigantic zombie, but... What do we have to do to keep our zombie in check? Nothing. Alexander. I mean, Alex, Alex does exactly what Alexander tells it to do. So then why would they be upset about our giant zombie? Wouldn't they be like, whoa. Like, some, what if we make the some, zombie do tricks, like juggle? Some people really find natural. Yeah, some people don't like animated dead. 
Just like some people well, don't like robots. What if we've made the animated dead less terrifying? I mean, it's not terrifying because it's an animated dead. It's terrifying because it's now a soulless hunk of meat that's being controlled by someone else. It is, to them, immensely disrespectful of the dead. And some of the gods that control the dead find this incredibly offensive, too. So, Aww. I'm not... I'm not saying that it's not a terrible thing to do, and it is not something we should uh, we should make a habit of. But like, if you accidentally bang your cousin, I mean, you can't take it back. You already banged her, so you know. Sometimes you bang your cousin every now and again. Okay. But you don't make a habit of it. Speaking from the Texas native, but uh, I'm wondering if gets confused in the spawning pool is what he's saying. Yeah, but I'm wondering if Tatia might have, like, her her sick diplomacy check or whatever, would she have pre-known that potential issue or sticky wicket? We're just trying to get through this. So we don't take up I mean, the pellets are fine with it. I mean, they, they themselves are not a perfect example of what they should be. I mean, their leader mm -hmm. has an artificial yeah, arm, artificial which they also arm. do which not I want. with. So... It's I mean, yeah. he's like the rocket raccoon of the group. Hey, I want I mean, arm. that cybernetic hey. arm is worth a chunk of fucking money. <laughs> I, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, it's not, we are not going to go around there bringing the dead back. We just needed someone to move a bunch of batteries, and there was a corpse of someone who tried to kill us. So um, it is okay, Kelly. Don't worry about it. Actually, I, I lied. Cybernetic arms are pretty cheap. I can't regrow him a natural arm but technically with craft wondrous item yeah. i could achieve a necrograft and i do have oh right because that's just as bad just in a different direction <laughs> kellens hate technology i don't know how they feel about undead it might be preferable for him to have a undead etten arm i think so Okay, no. I just, I just wanted to, to offer. This. He's got used to this one, and he's. It just... was... I mean, it was you can't possible. remove, you can't remove the cybernetic arm without a cyber lab and craft cyber tech anyway. Uh... Yes, I can. That just requires an axe. Now, does does the arm does it does uh, the necromon necrocrafting? If we chop the arm off somebody who is living. And the person stays alive? Is it still necromancy? I mean, nobody is dead. Well, you're still animating the arm to work like a normal arm. So it's and the arm will rot because it's not actually technically connected. Okay, to the... I was just, I'm just asking questions here. I do not so, understand all of yeah. this. So instead of having a nice, clean cybernetic arm that he hates, he'd have a rotten somebody else's arm that he would hate. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, don't offer him that option. I just don't know culturally I know they hate technology so I wanted to offer an option that was a non-technological solution because I can't do a pure clean regrow a real arm yet right but I'm willing to come back when I learn how to do so uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm so looking forward to you getting like a cybernetics lab or something like that and like trying to replace like Bullygup's eyes or something have y'all okay so Maybe it's just me, but do any of y'all read the Harley Quinn comics? <laughs> yes, some of them. Okay, so I don't know why, but this is making me think about whenever they go to the zombie 
there's like a zombie apocalypse on Coney Island and she accidentally chops off Red Tool's arm and they (laughs) replace it with the arm of this guy who was like a serial flasher. (laughs) And to keep him from freaking out, they told him that the guy who liked to masturbate in front of people uh, was left-handed and not right-handed. But now he's having really weird twinges in his arm. <laughs> just saying you should read it. It's funny and I love it. And I just wish that I could express myself like she does all the time. Hmm. You could use your left arm or your right arm to masturbate in front of the team, I guess. I don't, whatever. Uh, no, that guy ended up dead. And that's why they were able to give his arm to Red uh, That would be a deterrent. Yes. Very true. <laughs> Which is funny because you said that story right when Hal put up the why not visit the website for thousands of tabletop actual Actually, I, I, I don't do that. Nightbot does that. <laughs> ah, this is true. It is very random. That stupid Nightbot. I mean, Nightbot does do that. Thank you for doing your job, Nightbot. Nightbot is doing what Nightbot is supposed to do. Right? It's not the bot we deserve, it's the bot we need. That's right. That's right. Nightbot is doing Nightbot's job. Visit the website, says Nightbot. So uh, I think we should... And uh, visit the Patreon, says Nightbot. Are we are we done talking to the Khalids? The, the Khalids are happy. They they seem to have uh, redressed the place. There's like furs all over. They've cleaned it. and it, it's, it's starting to look... There seems to be more of them than there was before. Good for them. They reproduce fast. Well, no, that seems like more perfect fully grown ones have arrived out of the wilderness. I think we should uh, tell, I think we should tell the Envaya about the robot that has all the, the claws and shit. They might want the pot for her. Uh, the for bot. Me. Yeah, I think we should tell the Envaya of the uh, yes, we need uh, to speak subterranean. to Envaya and the very hot uh, leader of the. Steelhawks. Several well, slayed. The Steelhawks will take over the place, but Envaya might appreciate the technology. Well, I believe the Red Tooth Raiders were actually above the Steelhawks in the pecking order. Before we killed everybody above them. Right. So they're going to move, <laughs> but the Red Tooth Raiders will probably stay above. I don't know how they're going to sort out the order. Not really our problem if we're not going to stick around and open a tavern here. I mean, the Kellids are here too now, right? Maybe they'll have something to say. Who run Kellid Town? Right. All right, so let's move through town, bitches. Where are we going now? Uh, the Palace of Cogs or Steelhawk Palace? Steelhawk Palace. I think we should go see Denvaya and let her know in case she wants those pieces for the uh, scrapbook. And also in case she wants to have sex with a hero. True. True. And I should see if she's just discovered my message rat yet or if I need to relay information in person to her. I should probably for- fill in more detail because there's probably more information that I could relay on a rat. Uh, about how you want to discover touching humans? She's a half-elf, but more uh, knowledge I've discovered oh, about Elyon. That's right. Okay. <laughs> but it's a basic principle of the 
religion of Bry that knowledge should be recorded, not lost. And we've discovered some knowledge about ancient technology, Helion, uh, Unity, Silvermount, Cassandra Lay, and many other things, existence of AIs. Mm -hmm. That I should relay to her for preservation. Let's do it. Okay, so you return to the clockwork, clockwork palace, is it? Whatever the hell it's called. Temple, something. Clockwork chapel, whatever it is. Where are you, Dinvaya? There she is. Hot, hot elf, hot elf. Hot, Clock, clockwork chapel. Hot she half has a, elf of bride. She house. has an awful mullet, though. She's a half elf. It can only, you know. She has so a bad. mullet? She has it's like this really terrible, like blunt cut across the fringe, and then it's because well, she's like. Let me look at that picture again, because I thought she looked. That's not a fucking no. mullet. Really, really, because no, she's definitely longer in the back. She cuts her own hair because she's about efficiency. Yeah, that's right. It looks like Lego hair. Let's not lie. Well, like, maybe a... it's longer in the back. Yes. But the difference is that she's got hair that is longer on the sides. Oh, and she's, so she's got, she's got sloped bangs on her brow yeah, line, so which has obviously like been she has layers. She just has layers cut into her hair. Like my hair, I've got pieces that are shorter in the front. I've, they're tiny here, and then they like almost touch my butt in the back. Right. She's, so, so, but that that fringe is disgustingly awful. She's got goggles. <gasps> You Most know nothing. She is adorable and she has crystal blue eyes. Right. It's an awful fringe. Okay. Go on. You arrive at the Clockwork Chapel. Um, ooh, I heard myself. Twice. Echo, go, 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 go. Who's doing that? Hello. Oh, we're good. No, I'm good. Um, that was super weird. So, uh, you arrive at the Clockwork Chapel to find, um, Dinvaya and her, uh, junk golem stood outside, and there is a cart loaded with, uh, her things. Like she's Bonjour! Moving? Hello! Hi, hi, welcome. I, I, um, I hear you're leaving and going back to Torch. I thought I would come with you. Excellent. It is a town... Probably clean of technically people. I never trust that, but I, it has been a while since I saw my friends, so I will go back for a while. I may return here. I'll lock the place up and leave the golem in charge while I leave, but uh, wow, if you wouldn't did. mind, I would like to accompany you. Yeah, the priest of Brian. The priest of Brian Torch just told us this uh, give us you a message, but uh, if you're coming. To, to you already it. did. You already did that. That's where. That's who she's going to see. Well, I know, but I'm, I'm just role playing, right? I'm just saying, like in character. Hey, uh, we just were tasked to give a message, but you're coming back with us. That's bonus. Did, uh, did you get? Yes. Did you get my rat? Yes, that's that's part of the reason I'm uh, I'm ready here for you. Uh, we did yeah. defeat Helion. Very good. I heard uh, several people ran by and told me. Apparently, Zero. you're all the rage at the moment. And, and the red ghost is gone. Hmm. I, I, yes, I see you've um, adopted a new assistant. 
there are a lot of uh, spare parts down there if you want to uh, upgrade your golem. There was a giant spider. We killed it heroically. And uh, there are like pinchers and shit down there if you want them. I will, I, will go, I, I will go back down there at some point. But I think for now, uh, a little bit of a change. I, so Tatia is super excited to have uh, Geltel on uh, oh. the journey. And so she goes up to Dinvaya and she puts her arms over her shoulders. And she says, hey, girlfriends, I'm so excited you've come. And she already has braids. You don't have to braid each other's hair yet. Right. Dinvaya puts one hand on her warhammer and just stares at you. We're going to be best buddies. <laughs> she looks doubtful. Uh, Tatia wants to roll to see if she can persuade her by hitting on her. Yeah, I mean, it's sense motive if she's straight, by pan. You know, is, it, is it? Is it? Is that how, is that how it works in real life? You just I, sense motive and you know. I think so. Is, is that a motive? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's a motive. Uh, maybe that's how Bill works, right? It's always yeah. a motive. He's got it's his target. He's, he's got his potential doesn't. victim, and that's what he's gonna do. It's only because Pathfinder is limited, and oh. real life is not. Diplomacy. <laughs> I don't feel like it's it's really that. It's a cute dog. As soon as anybody leaves the couch, the dog jumps to the top of it. There's some discipline there. I think it needs longer legs, though. Do you uh, want us to talk to our uh, Kellett friends? Maybe have him come by and check on the place every once in a while? Uh, the golem will keep people out, I think. Uh, most people wouldn't come here anyway. You don't want to bring your golem with you? No, I don't think so. There's a few traps in there, too. It's probably best to keep the kids out. As we journey, I would love to discuss magic and various things with you. Okay, I'm sure we can do that. When are well, we I mean, as a, as a priestess of Bry, surely you're interested in seeing how android anatomical parts work. People aren't taking me apart, Kiernan. Stop asking. Androids are interesting. I've, I've, how you work. I've spoken to androids previously. I, they're they're okay. interesting. All you've done is spoken. There's a lot more to androids than speaking to them. I kind of I elbow... Elbow uh, Alexander, give him a wink. Trying to get, trying to give him the blink. You have to uh, forgive our friends. You know, sometimes they only have a one-track mind. Yes. So that's that's really nice. Uh, Let's let's get going at some point. Whenever you're ready, I'll meet you at the main gates. Ah, we should probably. Kenan, make me a fort save, will you? A fort save. Yeah. Oh. Oh, what kind of fort save? <laughs> oh, what kind of fort save? It actually does matter. A fort save. Just make me a fort save. But I have, me... reflex. I have that trait that you are dodging reflex. this. Just make me a just make me a fort save. Well, nineteen. Okay. One year. One year. An addict, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, way... sorry, we all that. I'm pretty sure mm, way back good. when we were under torch, something uh, affected you too. That has been lurking yeah well what i what i i mean role playing wise i want to role play it do i know you know nothing you feel okay it's all right okay. you're doing all right it's like I can't, 
I can't offer to cure your addiction until I know you're addicted either, you know. And I can't ask if I don't know either. So I'm just trying to role play like fairly, right? So all good. Um, I suppose since Severus Slade is an ally, we should talk to her and inform of our intentions to leave town because that is something we do with allies in our current protocols. And also she's the group that's guarding the gate, so she's on the way out. Yep. And yes. uh, quite honestly, I think we've had a good relationship, excellent relationship with uh, the Crimson Raiders, right? Red Tooth Raiders. Well, yes, we, we could probably talk to Red Tooth too. I mean, I so, think that we want. So, do you, you want to leave us Or should we just say you say goodbye to everybody yep. and everybody's sad that you're leaving? Well, yep. Kiernan might want to try and bang a rat, rat folk. I mean, you're saying that's not already checked off on the bucket list. Just saying. You know. I mean, they've got that ability to swarm over the same square, so I'm sure that's an experience you've never had before. Here. Does he really occupy a full square? I mean, Cannon probably not know. I'm looking at the uh, rewards and challenges on Twitch, and I don't see that swarm sex challenge. Is that is that a is that a new level for the Bitcoin there? What are you doing? <laughs> he, he wants a sex swarm uh, to redeem his coins on for Twitch. <laughs> sex swarm, I like that. Rat sex folk. swarm. That's not Hey, he has standards. It's not like just anybody. Come on. You've that, seen a Rat King, right? Yeah, that would sully the role-playing opportunities here with Tatia. Seriously, come on. Don't make this cheap. Kunin would sex a Rat King in a heartbeat. Maybe two heartbeats. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, what are we doing? Are you done? Are you saying goodbye to everyone? If you're not yep, actually I think we're heading back specific. to. So you're I taking think... the you're taking the chariot, or did you have a cart at some point? I we think had you a did, cart. right? We had a cart. I believe we did. So we you have a cart with two donkeys, but I'd like to go to the. Um, I mean, this is just a hand wave, but uh, to role play, I'd like to say goodbye to the, um, the Saren Ray contingent. Saren the, yes, uh, we have to pick up our our. Mounts there too. I have our tax, and you have. That's Roach. where they're at. Yep. Yes, Roach. Yep, Roach. Um, you can both make me a knowledge religion check, please. Roger, Roger. They're not going to like that I have a zombie. I'm pretty sure. Well, we're not going to show them. Well, okay, we should say that, right? It's a ten Tw foot tall zombie. Twenty two. Twenty two. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Paladins of Sauron Ray are not going to appreciate that zombie. Uh, park, park the Etten on out the other sight. side of the river, out That's... of sight. Tell her to guard the cart and contents. That's funny. Park the Etten. Yeah, I want a cannon whenever the uh, Etten backs up. It goes beep. Beep, beep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, retrieve our mounts. Uh, tell the Knights of Star Ray that we're finally departing the area, that the threat of Helion has been removed. And the threat of the Smilers to come back and harass them further is gone as well. Um, at least mostly gone. Do they... 
grow crops or who the the Saranites? I know they were rather low on supplies. Originally. They they have started. They have like a small like it's it's a small garden inside the walls at this point. But they generally rely on supplies. That was the problem they were having. Their supplies hadn't managed to get through. I mean, I would love to give them my remaining rations. I still have goo tubes, but I I have some rations that I've not used since I got my ring of regeneration or ring but, of sustenance. But Bertie Bot's goo tubes. I've got plenty of goo tubes, and I would also like to cast spontaneously plant growth for them if they're oh, growing crops. Are there any other mend holes that you need to do for the surrounding walls? I'm not telling you to. I'm just wondering if you want to fortify their position anymore. Well, no. I mean, if if uh, if we're going to spend the night there, I'd, I'd spend whatever I, I can on uh, make holes to finish help making their uh, place more secure. But Yeah. With uh, the time that we spent, I only have three days' worth of rations left, so I don't think I'd uh, give any of mine up. I don't need to eat anymore, so I'm willing to give up the remaining of my rations. I do eat anymore. And I, you, know, you can always hunt like metal snakes in the wilderness to eat, right? Right. Because that, you know, I, everyone knows you need iron as part of your nutrients, I mean, right? I mean, you can always buy rations in scrap wall before leaving if you don't have a lot. I still and, have... and also, also remember, there's also a way back back to Torch by boat. Wasn't there a river trip as well you could make? Yeah, I believe was close there? to Torch at least because there's a river. There, I think there's a river between Torch and Scrap. Oh. I'll have to get the map. Gosh, over. I've got I've got tons of goo tubes actually for rations. You've got really so many goo tubes. It's a disgusting pile of. Yeah, goo. I have tons. That's a lot of goo. Oh, Numeria. Let's see here. Yeah, because we're along the one major river, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so you'd have to go all the way south and then back up to Torch. There's no direct route. So you could take the river, or you can cut across the... But wait, don't go across the river or the swamp. Artax! Yeah. There. Yeah. So, so, he's just, so for those on the audio only, he's showing us the map of New Maria. And it's yeah, quite I am. Awesome. Isn't it though? So you see where it Torch is. is, the end of that river, and then if you follow it south and then round and back north, you'll get to Scrap Wall. Yes. And yeah, Torch and then Choking Tower between us and Iandave. Which is the last place that Cassandale was known to right. be. And then there's also Starfall and Silver Mount and all of that nonsense up the north. Yes, but that does not terrify me because I do not know fear. It concerns me going to Starfall and Silver Mount. And, and then obviously to the top left there, we have the World Wound. Yes, that has its other problems. I thought that was where I entered Galarian, but... <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Um, yeah, so make sense so, of the Sarn Rays, give them a present of plant growth and whatever, make holes I can. Wait, wait, you're raping them? What? Make holes? Oh, you mean the spell. Oh, okay. 
So yeah. you spend time helping the, the Sauronites. It seems like they're in a better place than they were before. Um, they're still under understaffed, so to speak. There's very few of them here. But um, it seems like they do have a success, uh, they do have some supplies that have been delivered to them. Uh, do they need any leather armor or other things that we have? Uh... I think they, <laughs> the they, shit they, that we don't want to carry anymore. They, they have armor and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, you could have sold some stuff in scrap wall if you'd wanted, but your better option for trade, I think, is torch. Yeah. Yeah. And and now that weight in our cart is not too much of an option as long as as long as the Etna remains animated. Mm-hmm. How long will it take us to get to uh, to Torch? I mean, Etna's aren't fast, but I mean, then your donkey wasn't fast either. Okay, cool. So then, what do we do for now? In the meantime, do we just kind of go day by day until we get there? Yes, random so, encounters, get, get more XP. Sweet. I'm all sounds, right. Sounds with good XP. to me. It'll take you, what was it, three days to get from? I, I, I thought it was three days, but I think it's three, three or four days. days, something like that. Well, That's we were true. moving faster on cart, but uh, we have a, a zombie yeah. that can't sink on the cart. I think it's three or four days. Well, the zombie's pulling the cart or one of the carts, isn't it? Yes. It can, but we've got a couple of donkeys. So yeah, whatever. And then there's Dinvaya who's who's got her her own little cart. What pulls her cart? It's some kind of it's it's not really a horse, but it's just some legs. There's like legs on the front of her cart that just mechanically move forward. Boy. Awesome. I'm going to analyze it from a magical and a technological standpoint. Yeah. It and Kiernan is not anywhere near as good, but he is definitely interested as a, a hobbyist, and a uh, uh, he's going to do the same. Okay, it, it's most it's mostly a clockwork device. It seems it's mechanical, mostly mechanical. You think there's a little magic in there too? Kind of uh, turning the uh, the clockwork gear as opposed to uh, having to manually do. It. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll compare notes with uh, Alexander and, and and gravitate towards him. I, I, I honestly, Kieran in role playing wise is bonding with Alexander, or at least from his perspective. And so, from watches and stuff, he'll uh, he'll watch when Alexander watches or chat shop with him to try to get some of that uh, synergy. You know. I need an hour a night, so, and I don't suffer from fatigue or exhaustion. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't have to research spells, so I can, I, I just think that uh, I'd like to learn more about engineering. I mean, I, I'm pretty good at this stuff, but you know, not as good as you because you're specialized in it, right? So just a role-playing thing. We can move on. Okay. You travel back towards Torch. Um, I'm assuming you do what you normally do, and you watch and all of that nonsense. Hopefully we can kill a arachnid bot or two and, you know, get our remaining XP to get to level eight. It's like no experience you need, is it? There's so many uh, random encounters. I think it's 821. Is that all you need? Or, or there's there, well, there's level 31 bandits that are on the... Because they scale with us, right? I mean... <laughs> We need eight Skyrim, uh, eight hundred and twenty-one each. 
Oh, that's nice. So about two thousand or four thousand each or four thousand overall. Hmm. And change. Oh, random encounters. If I have to redeem a random encounter, I could. I mean, you. I could too. I am under thirty. Uh, I'm under forty thousand K now. So. Sorry, Nick, you're really quiet again. I don't know what happened to your mic. There, there should be some uh, points from Zagamander. He's right. Yeah. We said last session, best case scenario, we were still short to the next level. So yeah. we want to try to, we want to, try to uh, I don't know what, kick the random puppy on the way to. <laughs> well, that's what Overland Travel is all about, is the random encounters you make on the way. I mean, do you, do you really want me to roll a random encounter on the Sullen Hills? No, well, I mean, yes, because apparently it's better than a random encounter in Scrapple, which includes Murder Bot from Gamma World. It's the same <laughs> chart. That, 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 oh, that I is cast the same, lightning bolts in haste. That, that is that is the the same chart. By the way. It has to change, like, her, how she sits on that couch. It's too distracting for me. She just looks very tiny. She does. <laughs> are, you, are you tired, Wit? Too much, too much um, snowboarding. snowboarding. Yes. <laughs> yes, too much snowboarding. Well, a lot of snowboarding and a lot of potty training with a puppy. And I... Yeah, no, I I woke up at like 6.30 this morning because every morning Evan wakes up super early and he's like, I'm not quiet. Bam, bam, bang, bang, bang. Run into this thing. Turn really? on this light and that light and not shut any of the doors. And so by the time he leaves, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm awake now. <laughs> Evan just sounds rude because he weighs less than my left leg. I'm six seven two thirty, so I mean, come on, he's like, he's itty bitty, right? I love him very much, but he and one of the things I find endearing about him is how fucking clumsy he is. <laughs> he is a doctor and not a fucking surgeon, and there is a reason for that. <laughs> so, so this is where he needs to roll up a character for our campaign to fill the tank position because he has like a six dexterity, whereas oh. Nick and I have like the 18 plus dexterity. So yeah, have him roll up a character. Uh, he you use sick both as positive and negative. All... This makes no sense. <laughs> he, if, if, with Magic the Gathering, they called him Swamp Crotch. Uh, Swamp Crotch? All things black. Yeah, because he used to wear, whenever, okay. So Magic the Gathering, I, at least at one point in time, they would like do it on ESPN, and now you could watch it on online. Sometimes they'll show some of the tournaments, and so when he would be judging them, it would show the players, and in the camera between the players was always his swamp Crunch. belt buckle. So they called him Swamp Crotch. So whenever you always watch like these really cool people playing, you also saw Evan's dick and the swamp. <laughs> well, I thought there was a YouTube channel where I could subscribe to to see that, but I mean, I'm glad I could save money. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god, yeah. So that that's what that meant. That's swamp crotch. So what I heard was magic Anyways, gathering he, like, people. He's, 
Yeah, he's designed a necromancer to play. That's all he wants to do is like dark things. If it was vampires or just anything that you could think of, it probably would have come out of like black Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> that sort of funny. Real. Yeah. Okay, you arrive successfully in Torch without anything particularly un untoward happening. You see oh. things traveling in the distance, but nothing actually interacts with you. You're, a pretty, large, after them for the you're a pretty large group <laughs> with a gigantic meaty giant, so people are taking second thoughts before they come towards you. Nice! Can no, we ride nice. the zombie giant? Will it hurt him? No, I mean, it's a zombie. It just doesn't give a fuck about anything. So can I sit on the shoulders of the zombie giant and put like a big blanket around us and pretend that I'm the zombie giant. What? She's doing the, uh, how many badgers tall are you with the trend? That's right. I mean, that's a lot of badgers. <laughs> that's a lot of badgers. This, this thing has two heads, so you're sitting between them. So she needs an inferno cloak is what you're saying. Right. Uh, so, apocalypse so one thing to be aware of is both Shaylin and Desna are not particularly pro undead. But I worship Bry, so this is okay. I mean, you don't. I mean, it's just another form of machine to you. Exactly. So, but both, but both Desna and Shaylin, neither of them are particularly pro undead. Right, but that's two other completely party members that are meatbags. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you, you wouldn't be having fun with the zombie, probably. Well, it was more about disguising the zombie and then also making myself look really cool. Right. And, and I'll encourage that. I'll encourage that. Kiernan will encourage that. Like, yeah, this is pretty awesome. Look at how badass we are. Not, <laughs> not, not, not to have her lose her powers. Yes. But kind of like, yeah, right. Yeah, because losing her magic would be pretty terrible. But she's she's not a cleric, so she will never lose her magic. No, right, she, I, was, I wanna, she was chosen. Hurt, she did. Yeah, I don't want to hurt exactly. her as the, I don't want to hurt. I do not want to hurt her as the character, because that's not what Kieran is about. But it's a whole about. Hey, there's there's other options. You know, this is all cool, right? You have feel the adrenaline and just kind of like not corrupting her, but just kind of, you know, this is there's different ways in the world than just what. Well, Bully no, Cup, other than single-handling a glaive, has shown almost no devotion to Desna, so we're probably okay there? Or Shaylin, or whoever? I, I mean, I mean he, he, he shows a lot of devotion to Shaylin in his beautiful art of fighting. Yeah, he, he, he does a lot of like devotion to Shaylin by holding giant things in one hand. Ah, no, just a hand now. <laughs> But I don't know how you're disguising this this zombie giant because it's ten feet tall, basically. Yeah, I already said that I do not necessarily approve of the zombie. I do not encourage it. But you are your own person, right? And I understand the necessity of it. Like, like me, like I don't approve of or encourage the eating of meat or dairy. But you know, y'all are your own people. And right, I got you. I got Kier you. So, so we can raise the undead if we want. Yeah, Kieran's not about the evil part of lawful evil. He's about the power and the lawful part of it. So it's like this is a 
efficient use of showing others to not engage us and fuck I mean, with us. If you, is, if you go around uh, raising all the undead you find, then I might have a problem and not be okay with staying with you. But uh, if it's every once in a while... No, in order to, trust in me, order you don't... You don't have to worry about that unless we go to the village where your entire family died at the hands of robots. In which I will which never have. raise them as, as zombies or skeletons, depending on what how long ago that was. But you stay there away from my family. Noted. So unless the party explains to Alexander that it's a problem, he's probably not gonna understand that. Ixnay on the zombies, eh? <laughs> so, you arrive back in Torch. What are you doing with the Ethan zombie? Well, it's I taking think... our cart up to the forge, I guess. Unless... I think it can leave it... I think it can leave it at the edge of town, and we can deal with it at that point. And we have the, we have the donkeys, don't forget. And... We can also have the zombie park at the watery entrance where no one's really going to go. Like Is the water entrance underneath, right? Oh, like like back by the uh, whatever palace that filters the water that I wanted to disassemble on the way out and you guys were like, no, we don't have time, but you had no other problem with it? Well, but we want to explain to you that average folk, including the populace of Torch, will react even worse than Scrapple. So, I mean, we're going to know that going in. But so it was zombie outside of town. It was evil. Now it's useful. And it's contained because I control it. I didn't say evil. I didn't say useful. I just said no. it's discomforting to them. And we want right. to make I sure they're being on our side. Uh, can you perhaps cast some sort of uh, spell on it to disguise it? Yes. Okay, you just uh, disguise the zombie as uh, maybe not a zombie, and we <laughs> no. Not oh, no, well, let, let's say that we are able to pull off an illusion of epic proportions to make it a not smell, b look like a normal giant etten, and we're gonna go through town like that. No, I it has to remain outside. Say that I uh, my offer still stands to ride in between the two heads. And I do have my sleeve of garments, and I could cloak us in something very snazzy to walk through town. I mean, you, 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 could, you, you could cloak you. I would like to uh, point out that there is a uh, few... I mean, people have some sort of objections against people being smelly, but uh, they are not uh, necessarily morally or religiously opposed. Oh, gentle repose handles all that. That's good. Oh, uh, right. While while we're traveling, Kiernan, make me a con save, will you? Fort save. Oh, sure. Three days, right? So, well, wait, wait. One. Con save? You mean fort save, right? Fort save. Make me one. Technically, I could spontaneously cast appearance of life on the zombie for, for an hour. That's pretty good. Okay. Thank you. So, uh, so, even though Tatia looks like a San Francisco parade on top of a giant two-headed, now three-headed creature, I still think it's probably prudent for us to not raise the hackles of the common folk that are going to completely get turned off by us. Alexander may not understand that, but Bully Gump at least probably would to some extent. He can't, like, 
turn the populace off. Should, should I cast Appearance of Life so it appears to not be undead? Even if it doesn't look like it's undead, it's still an Etten, an evil creature in their eyes. They will not That's respond racist. well to that. It's an individual and under it's my not control. Us, it's, it's not us that's racist. It's the common folk that are racist. You're assuming that. Oh, oh you want to go into town oh. with it? I will oh, go into the other entrance. Also, also appearance <laughs> of life only works on medium-sized creatures or smaller. Oh, there is that trouble. I, I, I target is one or more undead creatures. Yeah, but you actually read the text. It's illusion makes undead creatures of medium size or smaller appear as if they're living humanoids. Oh, never mind. Okay, my, my point is is that these are not normal folk. Like the, the, the townsfolk, like, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the priest of Bry, you know, a couple of the elders might not get phased. But, like, townsfolk will start to do the whole Mary Shelley, Frankenstein, pitchfork and torches. You ban the monks, ban the witch! You know, Nobody likes me to have toys. In fact, they'll even take Tatia and strap her up on a, on a pole and burn her alive. Because, obviously, if she's riding between the two heads, it's her fault. You know, <laughs> we don't want that to happen either. <laughs> So, uh, is there a, a like a, a cave nearby? And I mean, if it only moves with uh, Alexander's instruction or command, then we can hide it and then maybe cloak it. So, it, well, the watery cave that leads under, to the yeah. Uh, yeah, the under cave that leads to the watery chambers is probably the best because no one goes there, right? Remember how we went in through the, the the watery caves to get underneath torch when we tried to reignite torch in book one or whatever. If we if we had to go, it, well the 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 Atten is going to be able to basically it's undead. It doesn't need to breathe. It can go underwater, go into that tube. That it doesn't need water breathing. It could just stay there for a day or so. Right. Would the water that, increase its uh, rate at which it deteriorates? Probably not. Gentle repose, it'll reverse it. So, but you should probably talk to the dark folk under there to make sure they don't attack it. It's only at the entrance, they wouldn't come that far, right? But yeah, I mean, that's a I could go there and talk with them. I have a good repose with them, and so nighttime doesn't bother me, right? Then we have a cart full of batteries we can't move on our own and other gear. Uh, no, no, we still have the cart with the donkeys. Okay, I guess our attack can forget the last few thousand feet. Well, our attack <laughs> is the donkey, Roach is the horse, right? So we up, have up the hill. Yeah, sure. Why to not? fetch a pail of water. To fetch. So you're uh, back in torch. You are. Uh... Hanging out at uh, the, the forge. forge. <laughs> Everybody's uh, happy to see you. They welcome you back. They they are eager to hear how you what you've done to help them be safe. Oh, bull strength is on creature touch, so I can totally bull strength our tax. <laughs> like a really buff, like a really buff pony. It's a uh, tiny Clydesdale. Tiny Clydesdale, that's right. Well, why is the command word for buff, bull strength? Adrian! Just asking. I don't know. It's crazy. Oh. Now, 
What's the plan here in Torch? Do you want to sell up your stuff? Do you want to do that off thing so I we're think... not just rattling about stuff because it's kind of boring to listen to you talk about what you're selling and what you're wanting? I think now might be, I'm guessing you're going to sell and buy, so that might be a thing to do in off time. So I'll buy and chant, uh, talk to Connor, talk to the Cleric of Bry. Yeah, whose name we can never remember. Uh, and Zinvaya, mm-hmm. talk about their past with the Technic League, uh, talk about uh, Helion. Yeah, so you spend time with the people here telling them what you did in Scrapwall and relaying your story about what was going on with the power and all of that kind of thing, and they're very happy that you have essentially made it so it's safer now. Yeah, and, and from a role-playing perspective, we are trying to set up not only that safety, but I want to say we were kind of, um, you know, I mean, as a, as a listener of the podcast, honestly, I like to hear the details of what did you buy? What did you do? But well, I, I mean, well, we can still hear of, that, but we don't need a full, we don't need a full, we don't, we don't need you guys going through things, spreadsheet an item at a time. I mean, yeah. you can do, we could just I mean, do like a recap. You can do yes. a summary of what you sell and what you buy without taking 13 hours, because it will take a while to go through everything. Is I mean, it is, it is going to mean that you are actually going to have to go through everything. It's just I don't know whether anyone really wants to listen to Well, that. but does anyone on Discord give us suggestions on what we should do? That's what I was going to say, too. I think it would be a good idea. Go on Discord. We're about to level up, like, making suggestions uh, for things we could buy, things we should do when we level up, yeah, yeah. Is, is Garmin still in town? Because we could totally kill him to level up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he may be, right? I mean, it's where he lives. Yes, unless he booked town after we exposed him, but... What Always a possibility. Cast, I, I could cast that uh, curse that makes all the money he touched turn to copper. You want to do that, don't you? What? That's of. an amazing curse. What curse is that? Curse of Naughty Touch. It's like Miser's Touch or something, right? Something like that, yeah. Bad Touch. Yes. yes no, no, that's no. Right. That's, that, that, that's where you point to the doll and say, where did they inappropriately... Yeah, that's different. That's different. Okay, so I think we should call it here. I think you okay. guys are about to level. I think that's probably going to be fine. Um, let's give you some experience. How much do you actually need again? Uh, we much. need... Uh, what was that? What are you yelling? Five. Five Um, points. Okay, you can have five, and everybody else can have some more than five. No, you suck. You really do that. You say that like that's a bad thing. Okay, so you dealt with Zagmanda, which uh, gets you the experience of Zagmanda for thirty-two hundred. Not bad. And releasing his terror on the multiverse should get Kiernan bonus XP. No. <laughs> no, no, only if we work on commission. Right. Ah, sorry. Uh, I'm going to guess that brings you up just slightly short if that was all the experience. Yeah, because that'll give us 600. And, or no, we only split four ways, right? Right. Gives you 800 then, right? Yeah, and we need. 21 more each. So so let's say that because you dealt with him in such a nice way and didn't murder him, 
or attack him or be mean, and you let him go off about about his way, uh, we will give you an additional mm, 100 experience to divide by the party. Oh, thank you. And is there a a pregnancy saving throw that Tatia needs to roll? Just asking. We are not worthy. (laughs) No. Uh, Against against Kiernan swimmers? No. No, no. I was going to say, they're they're going anywhere. They're made of smoke, aren't they? Hey, wait. (laughs) Welcome to seventh level and fourth level spells for me. Fourth level spells. How how serious question though, because of the nature of this campaign with us going in to Iron Gods, uh, does Kiernan? Are you forcing him to take the technologist feat in order to be effective? That was the agreement we made for this level. Sure, Uh, effective with technology. Sure, you can be effective in many. Well, every single lock that we've run into, there's not been a mundane lock in this campaign yet. No, there isn't. So the the thing we think we said was just because of how epics work, you actually need the technologist feat to even use them. So we've just been assuming you've had it, but you now have to take it. I think it's a heavy price to pay for a feat, so that's why I'm. Consternation. I mean, it's a good feat, especially in this this adventure. Sure. It's good that a couple of you have it. So it means you can actually use all the items you find. Otherwise, you can't. Well, but I just thought because of the nature of the AP, that's all. So I, I mean, it's very appropriate for this adventure path. If you're playing anything else, I'd be like, don't bother taking the technologist feat. Yeah. I took Unless it first we're level, playing but, like uh, a technomancer or something like that, but ooh, should I multi-class? Because I've got magical abilities. Ooh. What was the question? Uh, yes, Wit. Can we do like side, like random encounters for extra XP where we get to play each other's characters? You want to play <laughs> other people's characters? Yeah. That's funny. Like, Who do you want to play? Uh, I want to play Bully Gap. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you are level seven. Congratulations. Um, I think we will call it there and you will level over the downtime and buy and sell your nonsense. And then we will have a nice. Oh, we'll have a nice. Oh. Uh, I suck. We'll have a nice overview at the start of next session. Awesome, everybody. What are you sorry for? Because I can't shut up. Well, that's okay. (laughs) I'll I'll post something on the uh, um, chat about our my assumptions on sell versus. Save, but uh, so feel free to thumb up. I'm not going to bother to post the whole spreadsheet because it's pretty ginormous. Yeah, you guys have had a lot of stuff. I mean, there's also whatever the individual party members might be carrying too. So, yeah, I think and, uh, at that point we've considered it claimed, right? Like, I have a few grenades, I could throw those into the pool. Well, I mean, it depends. Like, I mean, already carrying, it comes around with if you're carrying something around with you, you're not using, maybe you just want to sell it and get rid of it. But that's you know, yeah, and I mean, if you want to sell something that that came out of a party divide that you're going to use to pay for your level up stuff. It, it, it really depends on how you want to play that whole thing. If it's yours forever now or 
Yeah. And I mean, there's always the option of potentially buying an expensive thing for one party member, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, of the things that I have on my sheet are all the things that uh, I've co-claimed that I've had for a while. One, one exception, though, uh, Alexander, I still have the Wand of Shield you gave me, which is handy. You do? Okay. But do you want I'll that I'll take back? it off my sheet then. No, no, I mean, do you want it back? I, I, I don't claim it. I, I bought it originally, and so, yes, but if you want it. No, take it back if you need it. I, okay. I was just, it was handy. I but, mean, I've uh, always had the EMP pistol on my sheet, too, but that's enough. I have that on my sheet, but if we're selling it, I'm cool with that, too. So put, put too. the EMP pistol on the cell and take the Wand of Shield back on your sheet. I'm marking both off. Okay. Of my it never came off my sheet, so, yeah. <laughs> Well, you all right, gave it, you, you gave it to me. I just had okay. You, you've already started. Hold on, let me do this. Um, thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Visit us <laughs> at the Discord, have a chat, visit us on the Patreon, and pay love for you. this. I guess. Have a good evening, have a great we week. Love you. Bye bye. Au revoir. Bye. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed that session of Iron Gods. If you did, please visit us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and at www.rpgmp3.com, and leave us some likes and comments. It's always great to hear from you. If you really liked it, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash rpgmp3 and support what we do. Every little helps to keep a site of this size up and running. Thank you for listening, and Dungeon On!